this is the weekly wrap here on No Sold. This is episode 21. Welcome. How's everybody doing? How are you guys great. feeling? East West Connection. Doing great, John. Good to hear. <laughs> Glad to hear. I'm kind of bummed out. I don't want to like get too into it, but I'm bummed out that my favorite wrestler came up a little short this week, but you know, we'll talk about it later on. Yeah, let's not mm-hmm. spoil anything. Um you're talking about Lee Moriarty. I'm not gonna spoil anything. <laughs> um, I, all right. I thought you were gonna he's, talk about the he's second. I thought you were gonna talk about the Phils came up short. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're sure reeling, reeling on the East Coast. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. Bad in Philadelphia. Yeah, it was a slow death. For Actually, the it's sunny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, humid, warm. Probably warmer here than LA. Uh, Frank, today yeah, it's chilly. It was... It's chilly. Now here yeah. right now. Yeah, we we uh getting some more weather but fills are done here we are so wrestling uh we're back we're back in the swing of things with wrestling though because we had a pay well, i guess we'll call it a, a premium live event premium, live, premium event. live event yes we had crown jewel this weekend we'll get into that momentarily we mm-hmm. um we had an aw dynamite and rampage we're all smackdown leading in the crown jewel we had a, it was a it was an eventful week i don't know how good yeah it was there was, was a lot of events Right. There was yeah, a lot of they, a lot of content for the events. Yeah. <laughs> but um, as far as the quality of that content, I think we're going to debate, you know, talk about it, recap it before we get into it. We got to talk about some of our listeners, some of our subscribers, some of our comments. Thank you, everyone, as usual, for all the support. Um, I wanted to get into a couple of things Ed was saying. Because Ed Ed was coming in with some, uh, first of all, he spoke a little bit on our big man episode. I wanted to cover that because I don't know how. Uh, I think you commented on it, Frank. How we forgot Crush. I know. I I said that. I was like, when I read that comment, I was like, oh man. I was like, how did we forget Crush? That's crazy. Yeah, I felt like now to to our credit, to my credit, maybe I don't always think of him as a big man, Duke. Where do you stand on it? I definitely don't, honestly. But I do. Yeah, I do. Along the same way, I think of like. If we're talking guys who are in that like six, seven range, you know, like we talked about dudes, like I mentioned Brody Lee, for example, or guys like that, you know. So like I do put, think of him in that way, but it just totally slipped my mind. But how tall was he really? Like five eleven? You know, okay, I think he was a six one. Okay. He's a six one guy, but in See, today's so, wrestling, that's like yeah. a six oh, nine a, from nineteen eighty. That's a jolly green giant in today's yeah. world. Mm-hmm. So. Six six is some, the uh, supposed running around. Six six is the supposed uh, height for Crush three fifteen. So technically, yeah, we he's messed like up borderline. Yeah, he's like borderline. Listen, I'll take it because I love Crush. Any chance I get, I'll talk about the big man from Kona. Bro. Yeah, that yeah, that was my point. Is we all love Crush. Like we're definitely marks of Crush. So well, um, apparently, we're not. And we're phony. Or that. Or <laughs> that. Um, he also he Ed Zaranowski also mentioned Killer Kowalski six seven three hundred. Definitely, definitely uh, deserves the love, obviously, way before our time. He mentioned a couple, you know, I guess on the lower end that are easily forgettable if you're doing like a long show. But Matt Morgan mm-hmm. and Nathan Jones. Yeah. Big men. Yeah, I don't know sure. who they are. We can just move on. <laughs> Do your research. We're going to get that on a T-shirt. Do your research. Oh, also, the blueprint. Yeah. Right. Matt Morgan. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that. That's stud. So he actually, uh, Ed gave his top 10. And Sid topped oh, nice. his list. Oh, oh nice. Sid, very cool. 
slash Sid Justice slash Psycho Sid. He even gave the um, exact. He's got some good taste this one. Monikers. He, yo, his top 10, by the way, Ed's top 10. I feel like if I sat down and did mine, might be exactly the same. Not in this order, but wow. he has 10 really great ones. And I'll just. I mean, just... he crowned Brett all time number one. So he's, he's fine in our book. <laughs> yeah. Sid, Nash, Vader, Bam Bam, Taker, all in his top five. Adam Bomb. Your, your third wouldn't be Vader. No, I said not in order, but I oh, said okay. they would probably. Vader keep... would be in your top 10? Yeah, yeah. For wow, big men. surprises me. Yeah. I think he'd be. Yeah. I I mean, I always respected him, you know. I love Vader, but he got lazy. That's kind of something that happens. But Ed, uh, yeah, Ed, we appreciate Ed always leaving some cool comments with a lot of insight. He mm-hmm. also, he chimed in really quick on stuff with regal and the blackpool combat club jumping around a little bit but i feel like he wants this group to be more according to ed he wants them to be more like the heenan family where maybe they're like managed by regal but they come out separate not necessarily featured as a group on tv mm-hmm. which um you know we were saying that we would like to see more stuff with the dojo and all and just see them kind of like more solidified on tv together but yeah thanks ed for chiming in Appreciate you. We had, yeah, we also had uh, Zern, Mike Zern, brought a lot to the table in his comments. <laughs> As always. As always. And I'll start with the fact that he went into why he docked 6.6 points, 0.6 decimal points. Yeah. Off of Ray versus Eddie uh, from our Halloween Havoc uh, 97 versus Bad Blood 97 episode. Because you, Frank, have at, you'd asked him to explain did. himself. Did you catch? Did you catch his? Uh, I did. His... I don't know if the math added up, but uh, but I see his reasoning, and I think it's uh, I think I mean fairly valid. He said it wasn't their fault. Most of the reasons weren't their fault, so that's why I took it away. And it was Sean and HBK was a perfect. I mean, Sean and Undertaker was a perfect match, you know. So it's like, all right, Sean and enough. HBK would be though. that. Would <laughs> yeah, be, that would be yeah. that would be the greatest match of all time. Yeah, Sean versus yeah. Sean. Definitely on that. Frank's top mm-hmm. number one. Yeah, Mike yeah, was just so pointing I out. I see the, I see the yeah. reason. I, st- I think it, his math makes it a 9.6, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Did Wait, we yeah, use Steiner math, though? <laughs> no, this was legit Zern math. and exactly. No, Steiner math is legit. That's true. True. So but, I want to know that. Yeah, the match could have been a little longer. Um, yeah. And announcing, you know, it's a good, there's a lot of good reasons. I think I'm with him because I didn't have it. I think I was like a 9.3. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, I, I loved his his reasoning with that. He also mentioned, just to continue the math um, theme here, mm-hmm. that Bru- Bruiser Brody's height was exaggerated. So he's on your side with the the uh, mythological height. Another 5'11 guy. Yeah. <laughs> he said it was probably more like, six, more like 6'4. So, um, hey. And if, if Bruiser Brody was 6'4", Crush would be bigger than him. Mm-hmm. And, and we missed quali- out on a giant. he would qualify for our list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's why we have these guys, you know? Mm-hmm. We got a so, Yeah, Zern also mentioned the top-rated uh, wedding of the 80s for wrestling. Uncle Elmer. <laughs> Uncle Elmer. He's a giant. He's a big man. We showed, yeah, we showed, man. showed him some love. Yeah. Uh, and he also wanted me to I would like out- to forget that entire group from Mudlick, kentucky <laughs> right oh gosh he also pointed out that flair did in fact book because you told me to do my research i guess uh when i mentioned flair booking himself as champion that's debatable if he booked himself as champ but he he did book with mike graham bill dundee 
that's Frank's like he's an all time goat for Frank Mike Graham. Yeah, Discover, discovered Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we killed that guy. Probably <laughs> no. In brutally. private, like yeah, yeah, brutally, often. numerous times. Right, Mike Graham. All right, Graham. Mike, but yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Let's stop lying for Christ's sake. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. So, um, Lorenzi checked in. It's Lorenzi. He said that um, he thought it'd be fun if we go back and do a little or eventually do a, um, a show around odd couple tag teams mm. like sort of Kane and X-Pac. Yeah. Yeah. Go into like some, yeah, you know, would, would, yeah. I'd have That'd to be fun right? into that. Yeah. And see like yeah. who were some oddballs. You have that to were rack your brain cool. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I, I think. I, I mean, need. my all time favorite, should I tell you guys or should we wait? Yeah, let's wait. I mean, <laughs> let's wait. I got one that you guys, I'm sure that's right at the top of your list too. Mm. Yeah, odd couple. Santino Morella and Vladimir Kozlov. Oh, you spoiled it. You spoiled it. Well, no mm. point. Well, there's that the episode. Sad. Yeah, that was there's the match show. made in heaven. Right. Mm. That's a good. Mm. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. He enjoyed last week's show. We appreciate you, Lorenzi. There and are a lot of people that like Kane and X Pop too. I did too. Actually, I, I, I yeah. like. I was into it. Yep. Yep. Would you Kingstone have been into? Tory. <laughs> Would you be in, been into if they went with the neon green cane though, like neon and black? I don't know if I could go that far. Like or I was I into the team, but like I don't know, man. It would have been yeah. funny for like the if they did it once, maybe, and I would have popped for it. But like mm-hmm. I don't, I can't see him in like he looks so cool with that red. Like he was still yeah. very cool looking. You know yes. what I mean? At that point, and that's, he would have uh, looked like he was from Nickelodeon. I think. Yeah, yeah, it would have been like he, he got slime before he yep. came out. Right, but I would have been into it. I think. <laughs> And um, yeah, and then eventually the came the voice thing came around that time too, right? The thing the X Pac got him to speak for the first time. Oh yeah, that was cool. I love that. Actually like that. Yeah, Damn, I love that. I thought it was I love so that. cool. Yeah, I don't think you should have ever got rid of that way of yeah, like, speaking. Me, yeah, you know, that was so cool to me. Um, yeah, that was that was uh from its Lorenzi, and then John Patrick chimed in. He's saying that there's no doubt at this point that MJF is going to be your new world champion soon. And that, and that um, that AEW hasn't had an, a heel champion in a while, and that he thinks it will be a heel MJF or at least an anti-hero. That he's not a babyface; he never will be a babyface. He'll always be like that in between shades of gray guy, which may be true. But lately, he's been doing some uh, pan pandering, I guess we'll yeah. call it. I don't know, a little out of character, in my opinion, for MJF. You know what I want to say about MJF too? Is mm-hmm. like as cool as his like on screen personality is, his fucking online presence is so dorky and so <laughs> try hard. And it's like, I don't like, you know, I'm not going to judge what's on the television versus on because of his online stuff. But dude, so lame. Like every time he posts something, I'm like, you're not, it's not, you're not as cool. It's not coming off as cool as it does on the mm. screen, you know? Right. And it's like, yeah, like the more I see him tweet, I'm like, ugh, you're lame, dude. Mm. Yeah, um, I don't know what they're going for with MJF. We'll definitely get into that stuff with AEW. Let's start there. Let's talk about AEW. We had a week. Um, There's a new debut. There was a big debut. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it really quick. Because for me, this this episode, we were texting like briefly. String of banger episodes. I felt like this one put this. It stalled out a tiny bit. As the, like the days passed, I don't feel like it was the worst thing ever. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you got to let it sink in. But I do yeah. feel like it was a little bit of like an outlier episode. Like it was 
it was strange. There was some stuff that was all over the place. Um, we got that we got a big debut early on in the show, first match, right? So it was Darby Allen taking mm-hmm. on Jay Lethal, the third match or fourth or whatever in this series of matches they've had. I think it was the third. I think it's the third, yeah. And Jay Lethal is the heel. We've established that. <laughs> like he's, you know, he's with the group with Sanjay and all. Mm-hmm. Middle of the match or towards the end, we had a sting imposter show yeah. up and straight um, out of 96. Straight out of 96. <laughs> they didn't even try with the paint, they went with the mask. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even it, try. It, it's funny, and Taz is like, Wait, Sting doesn't wear a mask, he paints his face. Like, thanks, Taz. Yeah, he's also not that one of the best, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they had they had this sting imposter be the first foil for Darby. And um, post-match, or was it, yeah, was it in the middle? Is that how um, Darby lost, actually, by the, the guy yeah, who came in? And, and, inter- yeah, inter- okay. there was, like, some interference. Or okay, so, yeah, the Sting imposter, yeah. yeah, sort of showed up and caused a distraction. Eventually, it led to another man coming out, bashing him over the head. It's Jeff Jarrett. Here he is in AEW. Um what was your what was your guys' first reaction seeing Jeff Jarrett on AEW TV? I, I laughed when I saw Jeff. When, he, when I saw him run into the ring, I said, Oh God, it's Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it made me laugh. I, I think he looks great. Um, he really busted Darby over the fucking head. He was leaking on in the ring. Yeah. It was like it was brutal. Yeah. But it's Jeff Jarrett, you know, and you guys are way bigger Jeff Jarrett marks than I ever was. So like I know where John is going to go with this like appearance, or at least how, if it's anything like how he reacted once he watched it. But like, I was like, I don't like it instinctively. Um, but it, it like, it made me laugh. It, it popped me in a weird, different <laughs> way, you know, and I'm not saying it's good, but I was just like, what the fuck? You know, like, this is so odd. It does give me bad vibes. I feel like Jeff Jarrett's kind of like a fucking hack. You know, I feel like he's like the most overrated, like self overrated guy, you know, like one of the most in in history. So, like, I don't love everything Jeff Jarrett has done. Um, I thought it was silly when he showed up in WWE randomly and they gave him a job and now it's happening in AEW. So I don't like love it. But I mean, we're going to see like everybody says they, they need help. Right. They need like these experienced fucking dudes back there. We'll see. I guess I don't. I have no idea what the, where this is gonna go. It was unexpected. Um, whatever. I think it's funny, but I don't know if that's great. <laughs> <laughs> funny, Duke. What do you think of seeing your boy Jeff Jarrett out there? I I liked seeing him, like, but it depends how much we see of him and the context mm. that they use him. And afterwards, obviously, we heard like what he was going to be doing and stuff. I just, you have a new company, you know, you're trying to do new things and stuff to bring in like this old timer who what hasn't been, you know, very successful being a promoter, et cetera. You know, I mean, we talked about it. Like his aim was to be number two, you know? So like, I like seeing him on TV and doing a silly little thing, like Frank said, but like, I don't want him getting in Tony Khan's ear too much, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think Jeff Jarrett has for sure like something to give, but like I would just be careful 
as to how much I would take, I guess, from him. <laughs> do either yeah, one of you know. do do you guys get the TNA vibes instantly? Where does where do you like how do you associate? Do you see it and say, Oh, this is like late WCW, I hate that, or he's a just a roadie, you know, like a WWF guy, or is it TNA? What's the first thing that you associate him with? I definitely didn't get WCW vibes. And I see a lot of people trying to compare it to like end days WCW. And I'm like, relax. You know what I mean? Like that was some brutal shit when that Jeff Jarrett stuff was going on. But the TNA vibes I can see, especially because he's with Jay Lethal and Sanjay That's Dutt. what gets me. You know yes. what I mean? So it's yeah. like the fact that they're all teamed up. So like I can see the parallels there, but. And, and it's I, you Sting, know, and I don't want you know, that. like yeah. where yeah, are we yeah. going? Sting, Sting versus Jarrett, yeah. Bound for Glory 3 or sorry, mm -hmm. or whatever this mm -hmm. is going to be now, you know, like. Yeah, like I don't love the t because i'm not a big tna person so like any yeah. of like those references i don't love you know but because it's um, associated with mediocrity like the company mm -hmm. is forgettable and like i know it's yeah. a joke people say tna lol or whatever yeah, but like yeah. but i think i'm sorry it's kind of accurate like it's a mostly forgettable run for yeah. that company i mean i know what a company as long as they've been around too you know what i mean like they haven't not enough i think there's moments there's some moments in, sure. that, in tna's history but it's like they've been around for a fucking long time and mm -hmm. mostly forgettable stuff and jared mm -hmm. is like the focal first person i think of when you say tna is jeff jared so here he is yeah. and he's bringing like this mediocre sort of number two mentality and yeah. i first of all i love jeff jared like the man like i hear him on his podcast seems like a cool dude I love this WWF stuff in retrospect, hated them at the time, but I just think, um, you know, for the problem I had was sort of like the aftermath because Tony Khan was like tweeting out that he's going to be Dookie pointed it out. Like he's going to be in charge. Jeff Jarrett's going to be in charge of their house shows. Right. And like helping business get on track. Yeah. So, okay. A, do we, I guess it's worth like mentioning in a public way, but, he was just on your show telling the audience he wants to ruin your company, kind of. <laughs> so what are like what are we doing? You know, like why does he have to be on screen? He did the same shit in WWE, right? He was just there. Like he had a job yeah, backstage. He had he wanted a job, to put him on yeah. TV. Like he does look great, but what's the ultimate payoff? And I know people were like, I never paid a dollar to see Jarrett lose, mm -hmm. win, fight. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I get it. Like That's... I get all of those things, you know. It's like it's I wonder, you know, like I don't, I don't, I don't know what the end game is. It's a fucking TNA stable. Like, yeah. what are they gonna do? Jay Lethal keeps losing every big match, so it's sort of like, what's the value in him at the moment? Um, Sanjay Dutt is irrelevant. Um, was it Darby I Allen? No, man. Like, was Darby Allen point like pinpointed? Obviously, because he's Jay Lethal's boy, right? But or uh, you know, Jay Lethal is Jeff Jarrett's boy. But like, is Jarrett going to be targeting like the young guns of AEW? Is that the story you think or the plan? Like, do we seem like that? He seemed to be calling out like a certain sect of the show so like i don't know you know what i mean like i'm curious to see i'm curious i'm always curious about like when you do something dramatic like that you know and like and it's so out of left field jeff jared i don't think anybody anticipated that even though maybe we should have seen the writing on the wall when it was jared in the lat flares last match with andrade and jay lethal and you know what i mean like, it goes a lot of true story maybe we yeah. should have thought there was some relationship there and since that show had so many implications within within the aws you are know, we getting um Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Flair and Sting on AEW TV. I think Tony Khan would know better than to put Rick Flair. <laughs> I don't in a think Tony, yeah. yeah, Tony Khan seems to be for all the people that have gone through there and mm -hmm. stuff, he's not mm -hmm. touching Flair. It seems yeah. like 
Yeah, sure. I think he was close, maybe, but whatever. Now, you know, after that yeah. dark side of the ring, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. why would Tony Khan bring in Jeff Jarrett? Like, of all the people that are available, I know there's not a million legends, but I just feel like Jeff Jarrett's the one that, like you said, dude, like he can get in your ear. Like he's not that he's a politician or anything, but he's very like endearing. I think he's smart. He does have a lot to give. But like if he turns it into the vision that he had in TNA, then why even have AEW, right? Like, I just don't think it'll ever get to that point, though, right? Like, and like, and also the mentality that he was like, I want to be like the number two show with TNA. I think it was a very different situation too. You know what I mean? And now he's not going to have the authority that he had in TNA. He's going to be with an actual billionaire who's spending the money. You know what I mean? Like seemingly spending the money on this show. Mm -hmm. Unlike whatever fucking Dixie Carter or whoever was spending money in those days. So I think it's a different situation. I don't think he's going to have any of that stroke. I think he's just going to be booking house shows because everybody says Tony Khan needs help booking stuff. And now if they're going to be doing more shows that need booking, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, He's going to be doing, I don't know what the, do you think it's a, do you think it's a, a, like a sort of a conflict of interest or whatever, if you want to call it that for like, where do you draw the line on kayfabe and all that, where it's like, um, tweet out, he's helping our, our business, but on character, he wants to kill our company. Well, yeah. I mean, for kayfabe, it'd be awful if that mattered anymore. You know what I mean? But it's sort of like, but QT Marshall is one of their fucking villains on every other show that they do. And, He's, he's like training the, guys. He's right? like, yeah. And he's like the talent, like, you know, like they people liaison, you know, to Tony. So it's like, it is what it is. You know I mean? I sure yes. I hear what you're saying. It's like, he's hating the company. Then Tony Khan's like, welcome to the team. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> to fucking whatever. And it's just like, I, I get Jared it. Jared is all elite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's nitpicky, know. but Jared did sure. look cool. And I, I guess if I could say anything, it'd be the last thing on that is if it wasn't with Jay Lethal and all that. Like if he came in with, let's just say there Something was no uh, firm yeah, yeah, yeah. and he came in with yeah, yeah. Page and he's like, this yeah, is yeah. my guy. Ethan Page For is sure. my man. And he looked cool yeah, like that. I'd, I'd I'd like, I like oh. it way more. Yeah, no doubt. So, you know, that yeah, was I the... thought he looked really cool, actually. Like the last yeah. gunslinger or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was all cool, but just yeah. I feel the same as you guys. Him being with Jay Lethal and Sanjay, that's TNA all yeah. the way, man. Yeah, we don't want those vibes, man. We no. like they, they, they. What a and what a weird, like corny stable that is. By the way, <laughs> like, look at those four. Like, oh my gosh, Jarrett, Satnam, Singh. Like <laughs> that a, one, what, that what one Darby spot with Satnam was funny though. You know when when Darby did the suicide through the ropes and he just bounced off. I did think that like visually was cool looking. But no, the coolest thing sure. that dude did so far. Yeah, you're one hundred percent right. I just wanted to point that out. But 100% that right. don't that stable just feels so weird and like yeah. yeah. Between that stable and poor Darby is like this is what you know this well, yeah. is what he's given like I, I yeah man like I I won't. Yeah, I won't keep harping on it, but I just think you could do a lot more with him. And we'll get to Wardlow eventually. But like you were saying, that stable's lame with Jay Lethal. That Gates of Agony thing is so lame, too, man. Like, I got I that's yeah, got to be done, man. Kill I don't like me. that name at all. Gates of Agony. Yeah, what is it? Do you like, like South- those dudes at all? No. Yeah, I um, don't. I don't yeah. see it at all. The only one too, that man. maybe I could deal with and see myself is like I don't even know his name. Forgive me, like the Hawaiian-looking guy. Yeah, you know the bigger dude, yeah, Bishop yeah. Khan or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like him, no, maybe no. like no. Is that the other like one? The no, no, that's the other one. Yeah, no, no, my bad. You're, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Leona. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that Khan dude. I don't. I he's think brutal. He's, that Khan yeah. guy is brutal. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. But like the Hawaiian guy is like, or whatever he is. I don't yeah. know. Um, he looks he, cool. He kind of looks yeah. like Umaga. You yeah, him. like I could see him being like that type of thing where maybe yeah. I could like, you know, live with him. But the other guy just doesn't seem like good at all. You know, so at least they have an awesome yeah. manager. He looks good, but there's just, you know. Right. Prince Nana. So let's, let's stay with uh, Dynamite, at least for now. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, because Ethan Page, we just spoke about him. He did get like a little bit of a moment um, because so he was on commentary for the uh, John Moxley, Lee Moriarty mm-hmm. match, which took place on Dynamite. And Ethan Page got a lot of play, got a lot of time to talk. So they're going to be having this um, Eliminator tournament for the yeah. world title right so the winter is coming winter is coming is where the finals take place mm-hmm. or is that where the match might take place the championship match i think yeah i guess so yeah okay and i know ethan page is part of it i saw the brackets pop up uh throughout the week and he's part of it i believe someone correct i i is he fighting eddie kingston in the first round oh, i'm pretty sure that sounds that sounds right yeah, because I was like wondering, is he gonna lose though? You know, like uh, in the first round, I was like, come on, like, because uh, I want to see, obviously, want to see him go far. But it's cool to see that he's getting some time, you know, because I know, yeah, we're all fans of uh, Ethan Page, and like I said, Moxley fought Lee Moriarty in a Frank Ocean Lee Moriarty, however you want to <laughs> refer to him as. Match was solid. Um, like all Moxley matches yeah. are, are usually really good lately, but mm-hmm. in general, um, the stuff with the firm and all we talked about, it, it is Eddie week. Kingston and Ethan page, not to cut yeah, off. That for is sure. for sure. Yeah. No, no problem. Yeah. That's what do you guys, well, just jump ahead a little bit. What do you, do you think page gets by him? I think he does. Okay. I think they, cause they, I feel like putting him on commentary, they were letting him have that promo the other week. You know, I feel like he's having enough buzz and Eddie Kingston, Eddie Kingston's him. going like Road Warrior Hawk route right yeah, now. He's about to yeah, just, like, yeah, climb the scaffold or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So like, we'll <laughs> see where he's going. I think he might take this L. I hope he does, you know, because I feel like Ethan Page being in a big match. I could even see, like, I could even see if Ethan Page wins this match with Kingston, I could see him in the final. Right. That's because what I'm the, the it's a you know the other the rest of the bracket is Bandito and Rush would mm-hmm. face the winner of Ethan Page Eddie Kingston. And the other side you have, I guess we'll get to it, but like. Lance Archer, Ricky Starks, and Brian Cage, Dante Martin. So, you know, I could see Ethan okay. Page in the final mm-hmm. of this show. You know what Ethan I mean? Page, can we Ricky talk Starks? about? Give me can it. we talk about Find the plausibility of this tournament though? Mm-hmm. Well, they have done away with the ratings ranking system. Okay, yeah. because yeah, like, yeah. they've been uh, they've been Archer, taking it back. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He hasn't, hasn't been, been around. On TV. Yeah. No, there's sort and of why? Why is John Moxley fighting guys in a world title eliminator? like out of the blue opportunity thing you mean out of the blue or well they wanted to get a new number one contender i guess there's there's no more ratings why is he fighting he's the champion he's not no he's fighting the winner of this tournament no but wasn't wasn't didn't they call it like a wasn't him and moriarty like a world title eliminator thing no this was just a match moriarty and him was just a little match oh okay yeah it was the it was like the week i don't understand yeah 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 because i feel like nothing's properly explained no uh, you know what you know what right dude you're you're right this was actually labeled an AEW World Championship Eliminator match. You are right. I am yeah, wrong. What but does that oh, mean? Right. I think I mean, it meant what, that means. what I think it He's, meant is the winner of this match will fight the winner of the tournament. So the oh, winner of okay, Liam Moriarty gotcha. versus Mox. Clear as mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Brian Cage, who just lost, you know, a, a ROH television title tournament or 
television title match gets an opportunity at the AEW World <laughs> Title. Yeah, you gotta like, call Dante like Martin, it is. It's who not mostly on yeah. the dark. It's not gonna, like it's, Dante Martin always gets thrown in these tournaments, too. If you notice as <laughs> it's well, he's and very it's, entertaining, and that's yeah. great. But like, it doesn't make sense. No, and I was looking through the roster, and I'm thinking like, okay, Brody King, he's had some decent wins late, like with Darby, or like he was at least getting semi pushed. Maybe mm-hmm. he goes in, and maybe they don't want him to lose in the tournament. I don't, I don't know the reasoning, but even like Luchasaurus or, um. I don't know, man. Why Brian Cage? Like you said, why Dante Martin? Uh, it's well, obviously here's, here's, set here's up the answer. It's Ethan just a Page, bunch right? of guys who don't have real programs right now. <laughs> right, well, right. And this is going to be their program for the next few weeks. They're going to be in yeah. this. Yeah, Ethan Page yeah. is their Banditos and Roosh and Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. You know, so like this is what you guys are all doing for yeah the next uh, month or whatever it is. Dude, whatever we got to do to get Ethan Page versus Ricky Starks, right? Mm-hmm. Right, and that's what yeah, we're going to get. Take it. Yeah. Well, Frank, how often do they do these uh, eliminator tournaments? Like, is this like a out of the blue thing? It's not like a scheduled yearly thing, right? No, nah, yeah, I think this is totally out of the blue. It okay. Felt like, yeah, I don't. I'm pretty sure it's not. Um, I don't know, but I don't know. Maybe like there's they did they do this last year before AEW Full Gear? Like, I that's what I'm wanting. I can't remember. They do I a know. lot of. They seem to do a lot of tournaments. Yeah, which I like as long as you, it's as not long as it's not like overblown because sometimes it's like all your whole shows are all tournaments it's like i like mm-hmm. every now and then here's a here's a tournament it's like oh, okay it gives me something to like track you know and yeah they spaced out the owen hart tournament pretty well yeah you know so that um worked out but i, I mentioned ethan page getting a moment because he did come out post-match after moxley beat moriarty and he gave mox the big boot it was like he stood tall over the champ so we'll see maybe it's ethan page's uh time Dude, I, I would be gassed up for that match though if it was fucking Ethan Page or Ricky Stars for like a title shot at the pay per view. I'm like, and that's I'm what it needs to be, man. Yeah. This is AEW's, mm-hmm. you know, like this should be their focal point. Yeah, but I, I don't what it's really going gonna be way. is Eddie Kingston versus fucking Lance Archer, <laughs> and Eddie Kingston and Mox are gonna have a program again. And you might have just called it. You called, <laughs> by the way. You there called. Uh, you heard it here first. I don't want to spoil this next thing coming up, but you called it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this this thing with Jericho, but oh yeah, um, oh, Jesus, we have yeah, we have uh, a backstage thing with Regal. So Regal is definitely you know building up this match with Moxley and MJF. You guys don't think because John Patrick mentioned this. You don't think uh, Regal's gonna go heel like. Because it's the Blackpool Combat Club, right? So, like, yeah. he's not going to go at MJF. You just think. Yeah, like, when that segment started, I thought of John Petrick's comment and, like, us talking about it. And I was just, like, because I was, I was looking at it for, with, like, from with those eyes, you know? Like, is you this guy see it going? With that, yeah, with like, is eyes. this guy going? But, like, but I don't buy it. You know, I think it's, no. yeah, I don't think it's, I just think he's being William Regal, you know? And, and a loyal like a yeah. mentor to these guys. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, so me too. We'll see, though. We'll see, though. Maybe. I hope John, so. Yeah. Maybe John Petrick's on the money end that's where we're going but like I, I was looking at it with that perspective with that like idea in my head and i was like mm, i can i can see what you're thinking but i'm not convinced mm-hmm. yet we'll see well you were on the money a couple of weeks ago you we or maybe it's last week you were talking last about week, i think it was last week yeah who's gonna be this uh mystery opponent for chris jericho the ring of honor it doesn't have to be the world title we found out you mentioned that but it could be yeah. tv title the pure title tag titles apparently tag titles counted because i think this man was a former tag champ right is mm-hmm. that it yeah, yeah. So Chris Jericho's open challenge, ROH challenge. Who is it? Who is it? You know his tag team partner was. Tell me. The guy that they're choosing him over. Mm. Skunk? Yep. <laughs> CM Skunk. CM Skunk. 
So it was Colt Cabana who got the crowd went mild when yeah. he came out, right? The crowd went mild. You know what Duke said to me? He goes, Good. Now I could focus on watching the Phillies. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like it's a channel changer. I'm sorry. It could have been a back. violation to be watching. Do press, not you know? give a fuck about that mm-hmm. dude. I was very, I was kind of salty because I said it to you guys. I was like, if they do this Colt Cabana shit just to be petty. And it was the only yeah. reason it made sense for Jericho to all of a sudden be like, you know what? I'm challenging all the champions. It's like, why? You haven't even dealt with more than a couple of the fucking champions you're already faced. Right. You know what I mean? So like, it didn't make sense other than we got to make it make sense for Colt Cabana. And I think it's petty as fuck, but like, whatever. You, you're, you have this fucking guy who's never drawn shit never will right never gonna fucking put on like really good matches for you on the show having people change the channel during segments that have otherwise have been very popular you know whatever dude you know you you guys would do whatever the fuck you want you could you get to like you pick a side or whatever it is and jericho you know jericho could be a tool bag when he doesn't like a guy and he never really fucked with punk even when right. punk was coming over he never fucked with well, punk like that he didn't so, like punk straight up i i mean he wanted yeah. punk on his podcast after wwe because yeah, yeah, jericho wants to get no, the hot yeah, hand yeah, yeah. and punk exactly and, exactly and since then they've had heat right mm-hmm. so it's like you know so i don't i'm not shocked you know who's podcast I said it, but punk did do he did. And it was, it was, yeah. This fuck. This, this ungrateful guy. little prick. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, does look, this guy have a career? Fucking CM Punk doesn't give him the rub no, everywhere he, he goes. You know what I mean? Nope. You fucking dork. No, he's <laughs> at. He's doing conventions. Mm-hmm. You know, like schmazing with the old school dudes. Were you guys ever a fan of, of him? No. Hell no. Who is no. he? Scotty yeah. Goldman. Yeah. No. Well, no, you guys were at the Ring of Honor shows. Yeah, and I don't get it. Yeah, and know? me and Frank were probably fucking at the concession stand mm-hmm. during his match. Mm. Well, it was, you know, I don't know. I guess it, it was decent little quick match for Jericho to keep this thing going, this open challenge. I heard Tony Khan say that he brought Colt Cabana in <clears throat> to boost the morale of the locker room. The to locker show room. them. There's another shot mm-hmm. at Punk. And, and you know what? This whole boost of morale in the locker room is like, yeah, because this fucking guy is the one burying punk to everybody. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like you, you're talking about boosting the morale. It's like if the, the beef is his and fucking punks, you know what I mean? And it's like, why is it this whole locker room issue where wrestlers are in the ring shooting on other guys about this fucking guy? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's sort of like, fuck off with this nonsense. This guy is such a clown. He like burns bridges like in every wrestling company he's been a part of there's a reason he's never been in the fucking wwe for more than a fucking tryout mm-hmm. you know and it's just like and this is the guy that would like this locker room fucking suddenly needs it's like it's embarrassing to me you well, know what, what about I mean? punk's like, comments um and i'm not like, real quick i'm not mm-hmm. a big twitter guy mm-hmm. but i saw um trent beretta said like for the boys like in all capital letters. Did you guys happen to see that? No, I, I did not. And then there was like another wrestler that liked it. I'm like, man, this is really true. Like, I don't know, man. It, they, it's got, a, they got it's con because he's a con man, you know? Yeah, well, it's a business though. And like, you're telling me you would rather have Colt Cabana on your team than CM Punk. And well, they probably wouldn't rather, man. but I guess they're it's not going to play Kate. They're not going to play Kate to Punk anymore, I guess is the point. And look, unless this is still an angle, it is pro wrestling. Like they're putting all the little pieces This will be out, the greatest angle in the history of pro wrestling, if yeah. it's true. Because this is a little not piece. an angle. If it is an angle, right? Yeah, having the, the, uh, the uh, I almost called him Scotty Goldman, but having the Colt Cabana thing here 
what would make a lot of sense six months from now, right? But sure. um, it also confirms, and I always I was very critical of a lot of things Punk said at the press conference. I was also like I understood a lot of what he was saying. But the one thing he said was how AEW is like run by children or whatever, or it's men. The thing is, if you do this, like kind of, um, I guess the shot, if you do this, yeah, if you do this petty stuff, it kind of confirms a little bit about what Punk is saying about being for sure. children, right? No, yeah, you know, like for like uh, to me, it lends to some some of that being true because it's just like I saw it coming a mile away, and a lot of people did it. Well, I wasn't this unique perspective, but it was like, mm. you know, it was just. So it was such a bitch thing to do. Like, if you want to be a bitchy caddy, like whatever. It's a WWE thing to do, right? Yeah, Usually yeah they exactly. Would I would feel like Vince would be like, you know what? Get this, you know, do some shitty thing like this to fucking just rub it in their face. And I was like, it rubbed me wrong, dude. I did not like it. You know, like I was just like, man, you know, and I'm a big punk mark. So I get it. But it yeah. was just like, I was like, this is corny, though. I was like, you're not, this is not some mega star. You know what I mean? This isn't one of the bucks that came out you know what i'm saying and then it was like a match and then it meant something and it was like yo we're riding with kenny omega and it was colt cabana mm-hmm. you know what i mean this fucking mm-hmm. weasel also just for like dealer you know what i mean t-shirt peddler you yeah. know it's like fuck out of here you know you're a clown pro wrestling tees.com find our find our <laughs> also, stuff there. like regardless of all that stuff i've actually enjoyed like the ring of jericho stuff mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and that like i didn't give a shit like i literally changed the channel like Mm. i it Mm. it was like one of my favorite parts of the show you know like Like, i love that yeah like and then this clown comes out and i'm like oh okay cool Mm -hmm. yeah i couldn't care less either um did nothing for me i i mean i would like to know though if anybody's listening about like are there any like huge Colt Cabana guys out there? Like some boom boom boys. Colt Cabana fit. There have to be. I mean, everybody's got yeah, everybody's got their fans, apparently. They're Jeez. you know, somewhere. But um I'm not a fan. Um like I'm not a fan of this guy's music Rick Ross, but uh mm-hmm. he's no Kanye. <laughs> but uh by the way, yeah, the Kanye thing last week, you guys shut me down, but <laughs> It's okay. Uh, we didn't you know. shut you down. I think it was just like we F- said our opinion, and you said yours. <laughs> no, no. F- I think you said F Kanye, and then it was yeah, I did. Yep, that's my oh, opinion. Yeah. Well, fuck. That, that's I said opinion. it, and Frank agreed. But that's not an opinion. No, it's not an opinion. If say, I like, say F someone, it was <laughs> it was just like you guys just brushed it off, but it's fine. We know you're his biggest fan, John. You want to go on? Go for two hours. Go ahead. Talk, <laughs> I would love to. Kanye. No, is he in your top? favorite artist of all time no would you say i would not no. say that definitely not mm-hmm. no, and no. I, listen i'm not like i it's not like i wasn't a fan of him but i wouldn't yeah. say he's in my i like a couple of his albums is um well frank you got muhammad ali at the top of your favorite boxers of all time duke scott hogan warrior and his top wrestlers of all time very controversial but sure. i don't say f them so just, I mean, but you, you know, could. Let's, let's Do you, keep... Did you feel offended? <laughs> you know what I mean, but like, feel free to. It's a, it's Did I a hurt little... your feelings? No, but I just thought it was a little dismissive. It's like, <laughs> damn. Like, yeah, I wasn't. F, I'll F never be dismissive of someone's opinion. If my opinion is fuck somebody, that's my. I just, opinion. I just feel like you guys probably didn't do any research on it, but I, I don't care to. I don't care yeah, to do. Yeah, man. yeah, I don't but give a fuck about Kanye West. 
Yeah, but you can't just say F someone and then not like know Why what you're talking about. I do it all the time, John. I, I do it all like the time. Somebody. I do it I don't like fuck Colt Cabana. Every day. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Colt Cabana. Yeah. That's my opinion. Well, Rick Ross. Let's talk about Rick Ross. Fuck, yeah, fuck Rick Ross. Too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, what mean? I, I say hire Rick Ross after this promo backstage. Yeah. I thought he actually might be a better manager than everybody on TNA's roster. Like the way he went, had this little back and forth with, uh, who was it? Swerve and eventually Keith Lee. Oh, it was Shivani. Did you who, say Shivani? Did you mean AEW's roster? Yeah, who did I say? Because you totally just said TNA. <laughs> this is See? where we're at right now. Yeah. Thank you, Jared. We're, we're Thank. getting yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Damn, that's I feel like Jeff Jarrett's already, yeah. I feel like I, I need to refocus on the AEW thing. No, it was Rick Ross. Tony Schiavone was doing the backstage thing, who also had a cup of tea in uh, TNA. I forgot. Tony Schiavone. Do you guys remember early? I know. Yeah. Like, I so saw a clip of him floating went, around. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yep. And he didn't like, look his best at that time. He was like, mm -hmm. it was anyway. Rick Ross now backstage. This whole swerve thing. Keith Lee and swerve. I just had to mention this because I thought the Rick Ross stuff was like entertaining considering you know, we're going to have another celebrity involvement as like the main focal point of our crown jewel discussion. But in terms of like believable celebrity involvement, you know, the Rick Ross thing, that's a big get too. I feel like for, yeah, that it know, made AEW. me feel, it made Swerve feel like bigger to me, you know, like it made it because you know yeah. how he's always like, I'm this musician, like this musical hip hop artist or whatever. And then it's like, it's always like these lower level hip hop celebrities that they would bring in Trina? and it was just yeah you know and it was like <laughs> you know so it just was like yeah i mean you're you know some rappers but like rick ross is like oh this is a top you know top guy i guess yeah. in business, you i know don't know I mean? how they did he it has but... been in the um wwe crowd hasn't he in the past rick ross Didn't probably they show I mean, him yeah, I yeah feel like they have. rick ross rick rubin yeah we had a lot of mm -hmm. uh but also um with swerve like I'm, i kind of glossed over the <laughs> I guess we should talk about the acclaimed. They they had a big celebration for oh yeah, yeah. for Billy. Poor hand, man. He was all yeah. taped up, <laughs> but very very happy still though. Very happy. Was this segment? Um, I don't know. Somebody said like it got changed or like it felt like switched. Like they wanted to do something big for um like for Billy Gunn. There was rumors that they had something else planned and they had to switch it at the last minute. Did it feel mm -hmm. it felt like it went like kind of long and then like abruptly just kind of went to the firm came uh, yeah. out again. I didn't catch that. I didn't get that vibe, you know, but like I did also did. Were you entertained? Know any rumors. Did you love this? Yeah, I was entertained for most of it, I guess, you know, until maybe like the end part end bits. But uh, but I thought it was funny. I just think yeah. it's I just think it's funny seeing Billy Gunn getting the pop that he's getting <laughs> and mm -hmm. shit and how silly it is and he's the king of the silly gimmick shit right because he's the ass yep. man he was the suck it guy now he's the scissor me daddy it's just funny to me that he keeps this shit going and he's 76 years old it's amazing <laughs> honestly uh, if he looks i mean you could have him and jeff jarrett like in their main event right now and they both look great i feel like these dudes are on the uh fountain of youth They're on sure. that ico pro <laughs> Yeah, on that Dude, Jeff, look, Jeff looks better than he looked when he yeah. was like intercontinental champion against China or tagging with Owen. Right. He looks mm -hmm. cooler right now, and he does. Yeah. I like the last outlaw look thing he's yeah. got going mm -hmm. on. But yeah, but the Billy Gunn thing. 
Yeah, I feel like so they're building. So we already talked about it. Acclaimed versus Swerve and Keith Lee, who mm. I was just talking about. They're heading towards the breaks, though, right? Like you feel like Keith Lee and Swerve is uh, seeming. They're not returning each other's messages. That's the story. <laughs> unless unless Keith Lee does a full on heel turn of his own, which uh-huh. I don't know what that would look like. But I don't love you know nice guy Keith Lee either. So it's sort of yeah. like. <clears throat> make him a bad guy i don't know maybe he'll be cool and more vicious or something i don't know but like it seems like they're breaking up or seems like they're headed that way could be good matches though between the two i actually i think it could be fun do you like heels heelish swerve or are you still out on him uh i just think he's a cornball you know i think he's a he's a cornball that hangs with cool people you know what i mean and he thinks it's like that equates to him being cool and it's not on buy it but I like his, I like him in matches. You know what I mean? So like mm. I keep trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because when I watch him in the matches, I'm like, oh, I like that. Okay. You did something that's cool to me. You know what I mean? Or whatever, so, you know? So I've been enjoying his matches, but okay. the character, I'm not there yet, but we'll see. I know Duke, you weren't high swerve. on him. Yes. Are you in, are you in on sneaky swerve any more than you were? Or is it more like, um, take him yeah, or leave him? No, I like him better as a heel, but I'm, I'm with Frank. I, I think he's a cornball too. I don't know. I just he doesn't feel authentic to me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, is what. Yeah. And well, I well, liked him previously, like Shane Strickland, like I followed him and stuff. But like this whole I feel like ever since it became swerve, like it's just been an act. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. cosplay. And I have there's too much cosplay wrestlers, <laughs> you know, yeah. like Speaking one thing about which... that acclaimed real quick about yeah, yeah, that yeah. acclaimed thing. Usually that like comedy stuff none of us are really fans of yeah. that but like it didn't feel cringy to me mm-hmm. which normally that type of stuff does so like it was enjoyable i think it went kind of long too yeah but, yeah but i didn't i wasn't like you know we always talk about like if someone walks in the room like mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know you're embarrassed of it but it didn't <laughs> feel like cringy to me yeah yeah no nothing like that it was entertainment wrestling entertainment fine i just don't i don't he's not authentic to me and that's what uh, that's a big bother for me with guys me too speaking of which authentic or not i don't know i feel like it's a little cosplay one of the members of this group but house of black we got a vignette uh you know i'm not a big buddy murphy oh okay buddy matthews yeah. uh, buddy, buddy matthews buddy matthews i always go the other way with <laughs> buddy. buddy matthews not a big buddy matthews guy i don't know about him part of this group but they got a vignette so it's nice to see yeah. that uh malachi is alive and well and coming back coming back um hope they do something cool man i mean like listen like like if the relationship was rocky for a moment or whatever and they're able to squash it and hey, let's do something cool now you know what book, i mean like but well that, book it you guys real quick book it what's the uh because we always say they they misuse this guy this misuse that guy what do you want to see these guys do because it's tough with groups right like yeah, it's tough with groups, but yeah. like you have a trio stuff, like have, put them in something significant, right? So like whatever you're coming out, I think maybe a trios thing makes the most sense. If you're going to just keep all of the members in the group in the focus while shit is going on, because you can't, it doesn't make sense for any of them to be in a world title picture, right? Or like any individual titles kind of separates the group. If you don't think Malachi like holding that belt, though, I, I would love it. I, mean, I think it would, I think it would be group. cool, but I don't think you could do that right now, right? Because I think you're, I don't oh, right. see where he fits Obviously. in with Moxley, MJF, yeah. and all these others, you know, at the tippy top. So it's like, but I want them to see in something relevant. And it's like, if you're going to have like um, the elite come back and all that and like mm-hmm. challenge for these trios titles with the Lucha Bros, who seemingly are like 
the death triangle seems like they're on shaky ground. And so maybe everybody's on shaky ground. (laughs) Yeah. Like let the house of black have something significant though. Put them with the elite in a program, you know what I mean? And make it feel like, Hey, we're not doing some bullshit. You're not just running around fighting whoever's, you know, it's going to be a big program. Well, dude, can you, you saw like the pinnacle and, um, sorry, the name escapes me, but so it was the pinnacle and, uh, Jericho's, Jericho's Jericho group before, Appreciation Society or for that. I'm sorry. Oh, what are they called? The, um, yeah, what the, the inner circle. The inner yeah, circle. The circle. They yeah. had a long like feud. It seems sta- like a long time ago now, right? It really does. Mm-hmm. But they had a feud <laughs> as like stables, right? So yeah. can you do something ongoing with like the House of Black and, and like the elite? Like, can you <clears throat> can you keep a feud going between stables or like anyway, like how would you do it with? Sure, you can. I mean, and they're, you know, there are six very talented guys too. Mm-hmm. If if you if you talk about you know Kenny and the Bucks and you know the House of Black, you could do it, sure. But I mean, you just want continuity. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't want just random people fighting for no reason every week. You know, I think that's just, and yeah. that's not up to us. That's up to their booking committee. It's not. Yeah. It's not. You know. Mm-hmm. But, like, why sign all these guys if they're just going to drown in mediocrity? Why would you even pay them money? Do you think it keeps them fresh, though, to keep them out? Like, this was obviously, like, a uh, he chose to stay out here, Malachi Black. Mm -hmm. But, you know, how they keep, like, so we said we didn't see Lance Archer for, what, over a month now, right? Um, We haven't seen Miro. We haven't seen this guy, that guy, Brian Cage. And now Brian Cage is in the main event on Dynamite this past week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We're sort of, like... Do you think it's a cool approach to a smart approach to keep guys fresh? Jungle Boy, he's not on every week, you know. Yeah. Is that the right thing, or do you want your guys to be on every week for that continuity? Can you do both? You know, like I think you, you could do both because I think you could have some guys on every week or like or a few weeks and then off a week or two. You know what I mean? Because I don't think you know absence makes the heart grow fonder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't need to see a fucking guy every time I'm tuning in because then you just get over the gimmick. But but sometimes they, I think these guys disappear for too long. You know, right. maybe it's a month and you didn't see the guy. And it's like, maybe that's too long. It's like, you what know? have you been doing, bro? Yeah, exactly. You know, so like. Exactly. But I don't. Yeah, they mind. used to write guys off, right? For like a yeah. two week or a month. They just mm-hmm. disappear here. They, they, mm-hmm. they usually yep. fight in other companies, Duke, right? Like Andrade. Was yeah, triple, uh, like, and, yeah. There's plenty of guys like Andrade or FTR, maybe Lance or Archer. Yeah, Archer. Yeah, Archer would be like in Japan because I went to a mm-hmm. New Japan in Archer. That's Archer lost Arthur. Uh, Archer lost that uh, belt to Tanahashi that uh, that he bought yeah, the Knox US for. title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you know they Archer's been around everywhere, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a lot. Like it's, it's a lot it's, of it's uh, a, talent they have to keep. The going. problem is like Darby Allen actually talked about this. He talked about like wanting to leave because he saw like fans turning on Moxley. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, my God, they're booing Moxley. Like, this is like AEW's, like, number one dude. Like, mm-hmm. everybody loves John Moxley, and, like, they're turning on him. Like, and, you know, these wrestling fans are fickle. Like, mm-hmm. they'll turn on you because they're already turning on Moxley with MJF now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But It'll I think, happen. like, yeah. I don't know what the right answer is. Like, do you have to be on every week? Do you? But, like, I definitely want some sort of continuity, like, Miro's not on. I have no idea what happened to him. He's just gone. Mm-hmm. Lance Archer's not on. No idea what happened to him. He's just gone. And then, hey, he's back. He's in the world title eliminator. It's like, mm-hmm. what? Like, yeah, I want continuity. It's right. like mm-hmm. 
tuning into a show and like it's a completely new cast for mm -hmm. that week and you're like wait what happened to this guy you know like it's true and even for people who are casual fans and they're like oh i'm such a fan of wardlow or jungle boy or whatever and then like mm -hmm. there's these long gaps of not seeing them it's like well where are they it just give us a little bit of an explanation that might help but it is a big don't you roster. feel like it's very like i don't know it's just Chaotic. random it's very random yeah like it's very much like generator sometimes like do 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 this is our match this week and like mm -hmm. not all of it because i think they do they get a lot of criticism about like that whole thing with Bischoff. Oh, they don't have any stories. Like AEW has a lot of stories behind their feuds, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you, and I think they like to keep matches fresh every week. So you will get Moxie versus Moriarty out of nowhere and all that, but it's just like, uh, I don't know. Anyway, for speaking of random, I mean, this third, this three-way match they had, it was for the all Atlantic title. It was Ray, Fen Ray Phoenix, Luchasaurus, Orange Cassidy. I'm not a huge fan of triangle matches, triple threat matches. We always talk about that. Um, <laughs> decent match, though. Fun. What do you guys think, though? This, like, led into, um, I guess, a setup for Orange Cassidy's Rampage match. It was essentially a vehicle <laughs> for that, right? Like, it was Speaking right after random. that. We go random into this uh, Shibata, you know, Rocky. Yeah. Everybody's down from, <clears throat> you know, the best friends. Rock. All Atlantic titles, cool shit looking. I love the belt. I think it's probably my favorite looking belt they have. Honestly, it's mm. really cool. Besides the women's title, but like they're they're but that's a cool they're looking very belt. <laughs> yeah, you get that like dark gold. But um, I almost feel like I was watching this match. I'm like, I think this is their second. This should be their secondary title because the TNT title to me. I don't really know what it's doing right now. Like I, I feel like I don't want to say it's lost prestige or whatever, but maybe mm -hmm. it's the name TNT title. It's like something about mm -hmm. that title that doesn't make me feel like all like geeked up for it. Like, do you guys make like this all Atlantic title? I do. I like the title. I like, well, I like the design of the title and I like the idea of the title. Like, cause it, it, you seemingly are getting got is like work rate guys participating in a exactly. lot of these matches. Yeah. I know Luchasaurus was just in this one match, but you know, that was more a vehicle to, extend that jungle boy feud so <laughs> that's whatever but you know it, if that's what it's going to be like it'll it reminds me more of the intercontinental title versus mm -hmm. like the tv title which would be mm -hmm. like the tnt title you know and if that's yeah. the case i'm not against it being more of the secondary title the secondary belt and tnt is that third belt and it's your tv belt that you defend on television constantly i'm not against that at all even though that doesn't seem to be the way they've built it so far right because wardlow's holding it yeah wardlow has it and like big guys cody had it you know so it was like a sure. very important Sammy belt. Brody. Had it. yeah brody you know but brody. you know big names but you have this new belt now you know and a couple of bigger names have had it as well orange cassie's big yeah. um and we'll see where it goes from there. Um, Do you enjoy the match? Like the I did. overall? Yeah. Which uh, we're talking about the three way. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about the three way and yeah. let's actually let's because we're going to fade into Rampage shortly here anyway. Yeah. But let's talk about Orange Cassidy, this little week he had. Yeah. Because you, you he had that three way. Talk about this. He had the three way. Yeah. yeah the three way was, was fine, you know, fun enough. Like I said, mentioned it was just for Luch not just, but Luchasaurus and jungle boys program keeps going so like it was a good way to sort of face him out of that match and it was i thought it was a fun little match it wasn't anything special i did think his dine uh rampage match with shibata was very cool actually like i enjoyed that match even though it was very random and <laughs> you know 
Yeah. And like kind of a big deal because Shibata hadn't wrestled or whatever, but right. You know, Are you familiar was, with him? Like I, yeah, I'm familiar with him, but like I don't know his whole fucking life story. And, Did like, you I know the story realize, of yeah, him? No, like I didn't realize like how long it had right, been, you know what I mean, and all this stuff. So, you know, so like it was cool. And he definitely felt like badass in his own way. You know what I mean? Even if he doesn't like necessarily look the most badass. But yeah, I thought that match was actually very good. I enjoyed that way more than the dynamite match. And um, you know, it's cool. I thought all that shit was cool, but it's also just like like long term, does it mean anything? Because it's Shabbat Shabbat, he's just gonna be gone. You know what I mean? One off, yeah. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. I thought it was fun. I like little random matches though even if sometimes they're super random and at this a all atlantic belt allows that a little bit so i'm yeah. into it it was a week it was a week for orange cassidy dude did you yeah. are you familiar with shibata did you like i know you said it's random i agree but like did you mm-hmm. like the match once they delivered it and overall just like we were talking about the all atlantic title do you see it as a potential secondary ic level because that's kind of what well i think that you're seeing it like that because that's how it's presented because like when the TNT title was on Cody Rhodes and he was wrestling every week, like defending it against all different people, even after him, like I felt like the TNT title was being showcased when Darby was the champ, you know, like even Scorpio sky, like like they were defending the title every week. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's because, like, are they protecting Wardlow because they don't think he's like this work rate guy or what? You know, I just mm-hmm. I think it's poor booking for sure. Like, because that title, I agree, has lost prestige. And meanwhile, right. this all Atlantic title is being defended every week, multiple times a week. That's why we're looking at it like, oh, this is like yeah, the secondary title, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and like the matches are fun always like. I do enjoy them because know why? Anytime Orange Cassidy is on television, I'm in, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it makes figure. no sense that I like this guy. Yeah. Because I'm such an old school professional wrestling fan. But, mm-hmm. like, I like him. I do. I Me enjoy too. his character. <laughs> and I enjoy his matches always. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and, with you. And like you, we've talked about this. Like, the triple threat matches. Like, I never need to see another triple threat match in my life. Like, mm-hmm. But I think it they serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. A guy can lose without actually losing, you know, that type yeah. of thing. But right. yeah, I thought both matches were really fun. Yeah. And like contrast contrasting styles too, like him and Shibata. Yeah. And like them kind of doing each other's thing. Like I thought mm-hmm. was cool, you know. But like Frank said, it it's basically a one off, you know. I don't think Shibata's you're you're not gonna see that graphic. Like Shibata is all elite, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I did think it was funny they said like I, I saw some like journalists reporting that like Shibata requested two matches Orange Cassidy yeah. and Brian Danielson it was like those are the two fucking matches yeah. like Brian Danielson yeah. makes right. sense but like Orange Cassidy yeah no like, good for him man yeah it's funny well the, the Dynamite closed much like uh, Rampage closed that's why I figured we just knocked these both out kind of similarly mm-hmm. uh, yeah, here yeah. because Dynamite closed with Samoa Joe versus Brian Cage it was a ROH TV title match. This was main event in Dynamite. I like I said, we had three really good weeks. This this week was a little off for me, but maybe because <laughs> of this main event. Yeah, no shit. I mean, it just you know how I feel about the Ring of Honor stuff, but this all kind of led into the yeah, but building you're not up. wrong though. Like you're not wrong at all. Like, yeah, but Frank's why... defense is that they're building towards getting their own show and they're featuring it. 
right? Listen, I will defend a lot of stuff, but I defended Ring of Honor's world title. Ring mm-hmm. of Honor's television title with Samoa Joe and Brian Kate. Like this booking idea, like for your main event of your main show is very fucking random and very like... How about your TNT champion? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like, that's like, what I'm it saying. It doesn't like, make sense. Like, so it's like when it was Jericho in the world title, it's like, I'll defend it, you know what I mean? Like, or whatever, but... Right. This is And like, like, all due respect to Samoa Joe, Wardlow's more over than Samoa Joe. Yeah, for sure. So like, I don't even know what the point is. And people are complaining... It's not, I guess, not just me. And the Ring of Honor stuff aside, like people were complaining that this this group is not over. This um, Gates Wardrobe. of Agony. Oh, Gates of Agony. Yeah. Well, yeah, which they're they like should. feuding. They suck. <laughs> and <laughs> and they fought on Rampage. So, like, it ended on Dynamite with, um, you know, the whole schmaz, I guess, Wardlow coming down. It's the same thing, like this booking with this feud. It's like very repetitive. Yeah. They end up standing tall, Wardlow and Smoa Joe. Yeah. 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 I, I'm almost, and oh, but your boy powerhouse Hobbs ambush Wardlow, and he gave him a spine buster held Hobbs held up that TNT title. Maybe we're building towards that. So we'll get back on track with a TNT program title program there. Yeah. Maybe Hobbs. They are, but why are we even involved? Why is he helping all this other crap? Yeah. You know, like I didn't a little bit. Much. Know, it's like they tried that. They wanted to force, like if we get to, like we move on to um, Rampage. Yeah, they, yeah, forward, yeah. They, they they have this like interaction between Joe and Wardlow where Joe's like butthurt that Wardlow sort of like pushes through him to fucking try to get the Hobbs or whatever the fuck the case mm-hmm. is. And it's like, okay, so like we've been saying on the show for the last few weeks, it's kind of building toward Joe and Wardlow. And they just needed to squeeze that in. But, it, like, I don't need these gates of ag. I didn't need all the Brian no. Cages and shit to, no. for Wardlow and Samoa Joe to have an issue. But now we're going to have Hobbs not. in there, right? So yeah, where does that leave? Hobbs is coming Joe in. Joe and Wardlow. Like, I don't know. Because now maybe, we've got Hobbs. Maybe maybe they're just going to bury Wardlow and Hobbs can take the TNT title and then Wardlow <laughs> be in a Ring of Honor feud with fucking right, Joe for six go. months. That's, so that's Hobbs good. isn't joining this group, right? Is that not the idea? Right? I, I don't think so. I hope not. I've never okay. got that impression. I know okay. it's kind of like seems that way because he goes after Wardlow or whatever, but I think he just wants to bow and those guys just happen to be the other dudes. Right. Hobbs can... is a guy that could benefit from a manager, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. But like, but not. But you need a cool goofs, fucking manager. Yeah, none exactly. of these goofs on the roster, like, yeah, nobody. Yeah. Like, because yeah. Ethan Page, we talked about how he can talk and stuff like that. And like Hobbs is young still, like mm. he hasn't been in the business as long. And I love Hobbs, love him. Mm-hmm. But like I think he needs a mouthpiece. Yeah, Just you're not on the train. Any of these guys. You're you're the Hobbs fan. What if Frank. what if what if Hobbs Sorry. came what if Hobbs came out and just fucking destroyed like Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt and all of them, and then fucking uh, Double J and him were just rolling, and Double J was like Hobbs' yeah, mouthpiece. That let's would be it. actually a lot let's way more interesting, alert. right? Like fuck all Absolutely. those all those guys. I feel like that would fit right too. Now. Like I don't know yeah. why anyone that, that can cool. actually talk or that brings something to the table, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like everybody was so excited about Stokely Hathaway, and I'm like, what the fuck am I missing? Right. Well, now like, we know I why he lost, it. like, why he wasn't cut it, maybe. Like, maybe, there's a reason some guys get cut, mm-hmm. you know? And None I don't of think... these managers, Smart Mark Sterling? Yeah. What they the feel so low rent, dude, all these managers. Like, just like when rent. he was with Jade, I'm like, she doesn't need you, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, are you serious? No one is... Managers Wait, are then they put Stokely to... with Jade, right? 
Yeah, yeah, but that's and then they that's, end that's up done too, right? She, yeah. she they don't the need. Curb. That's because that. she doesn't need anyone for yeah. Christ's sake. Like, mm-hmm. come on, like they're supposed to enhance mm. these these people, you know? Right. Like, and like they don't. So, like, what are what are you paying them for? I just don't get it. Yeah, we talked about it a lot lately, but um, yeah, the managers overall in AEW, obviously in all the companies other than Paul Heyman, it, it's just it doesn't exist. Even Taz, like no disrespect to Taz, but that whole team Taz shit, he didn't do anything for those guys. Besides I thought he, name. yeah, I thought he kind of like um, Ricky not, Starks doesn't need you to. Yeah, I didn't feel. Yeah, I didn't know if he was holding them back, yeah. but it just didn't feel like he was yeah. needed. And yeah, I, I mean, here, though, yeah. And that's no, no, and it's no disrespect to him as a wrestler, but like, yeah, yeah. No, he doesn't, it. yeah, he doesn't. And I liked Taz's promos when he was a wrestler too. Yeah, right. like in Back ECW, in day, I yeah. liked his promos, but like he didn't, he didn't do that. We're talking mm-hmm. twenty five you know? years ago as a like an intimidating wrestler, not yeah. as like a shorter <laughs> a dad. like that a fun, a fun little fella. <laughs> and dude, like I'm always critical of his commentary, and it is what it is. But like him calling mm. a, a spot. Just to bring it back to the beginning, like him calling Jarrett's debut and talking about Sting, like talk about those TNA vibes, man. I was just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's just not go down this road. Yeah. But yeah, let's end it on the AEW. I just wanted to say like Wardlow, we talked about his momentum and all that. Hopefully mm-hmm. the thing with Hobbs just gets focused on. Maybe Joe can go do the thing, whatever, with the gates. Like hopefully they split up because they're booked as a tag team right now, or at least mm-hmm. like a, they're, they're seen, they're shown every week. They're featured together. Like we haven't seen Wardlow, like without Joe lately and vice versa. It just feels like there's a lot, a lot of like, we all really want AEW to be successful. And like recently they're just, there have been a lot of decisions that I'm like, man, I don't know, man. Like, I know they have money and stuff like that, but just from a creative standpoint, like you mm-hmm. Wardlow, he's sitting there. Mm-hmm. That dude is, he looks like a million bucks. He can wrestle. We found out he can actually talk. And like, what are you doing with this guy? And I'm it's sure a lot to handle, I guess. Right. There's a lot of um, mouths to feed, they say. And I, like, I was mm-hmm. very complimentary the last three weeks. I thought they were on a nice string of like maybe a month of, compelling tv i even like i'm i'm in on on daniel garcia the blood mm-hmm. uh, the black bull combat club there's a lot of very compelling parts of the show you guys like the jericho thing a lot um so we have you said duke like this week you were like these shows are make like they're they're making it hard to there's a lot of stuff that's that's i guess you're not jiving with creatively and this I'm, past week was brutal for me man yeah like, this was a tough week for us like yeah I'm with you. This week was not great for Dynamite, but we'll, it comes and it goes, I'm gonna man. I'm going to watch. Yeah, yeah it comes I, and it goes. Usually, like, I really enjoy Dynamite. Like, I, act- mm-hmm. I actually look forward to it truly every week. And, like, Same. This week, I was like, oof. Like, there was it nothing happens. that I was... You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. there's never been a show with 100% success rating. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like... Well, except for Braun Strowman 2016. <laughs> True. Yeah. You get those moments, though. Well, I got plenty to say about Braun Strowman. Yeah. Don't you worry. Yeah. Well, he's coming at he's coming at your flip floppers. You saw that? Oh yeah. Um. uh, I can't wait to hear that. So let's talk about WWE. The week, the week that was. Not going to recap a lot of Raw and SmackDown because it was mostly billed towards the Big Crown Jewel show. Um, I know, at least on Raw. If I don't know if there's anything you guys want to specifically touch on. There was there was a lot of um, 
filler, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could call it promotion, whatever you want to call it, but they were building towards Crown Jewel. The only thing I guess I'll mention that didn't have anything to do with Crown Jewel was Seth Rollins and Austin Theory had this match that a lot of people were calling a banger. They were overrating things as usual. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine overrating a, a, a Seth Rollins match. But Well, what happens is you get a little bit of TV time. They actually let a match have more than like three and a half minutes. And then people are like, this is a fucking masterpiece, you know, because they're not used to seeing anything other than nonsense on Raw. And they so they had an actual time and they mm-hmm. had a ma- they had a match, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like and I'm not. <laughs> yeah, they I actually get, had, I get, they had a match. And I, I give Rollins more credit than you guys lately, even maybe in some of these things. You maybe know? more like, than Duke. I, I've been a yeah. little, like I'm a little bit complimentary of him. Lately. But still, it's just a fucking match. You know, it's a match mm-hmm. with Austin Theory, who I also don't hate. You know, like I know people on the internet like to hate Austin Theory, and they think he, they act like he's. Oh, no, really? Wow, I didn't yeah, know they that. Pretend he's like the worst. It's it, oh, uh, that's it, crazy. Yeah, it yeah. It's, it's really crazy to me, but whatever. Let them I wonder why. That, that's yeah. that's that's interesting. Yeah. So like whatever, and like, but I it's a match. It was good. It was fine. I like both right. those guys. Like in terms of like their talent, you know what I mean. Um, the Seth Rollins just is annoying as fuck for mm-hmm. the last three years but you know but <laughs> yeah he, i like the guy you guys know i liked him in ring of honor but yeah. um they're switching know, up theory they're switching up austin theory a little bit right like his character's not as um over the top since vince mcmahon left i feel like he's more like i'm a wrestler yeah i'm I feel a fighter and man like i feel like uncle vince left and he's been like yeah nowhere man yeah. like he's still got that crazy. money in the bank uh briefcase yeah, but he's, yeah, showing up on NX, he's showing up on nxt with that fucking thing oh my are gosh. you serious like to yeah. cash it in oh like he he God. teased that he was like could maybe cash in nxt it's like all right wow well, cool dude that, that would be a first guy, man yeah That's i like austin theory yeah. I th- me too i think he's got a future um especially like when you look at some of the other guys on their roster like mustafa ali uh, you know, I'm not a, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big yeah. Matt Riddle guy, but guys they keep yeah. featuring. Yeah, yeah. I got mm-hmm. but with Raw, um, like I said, it was mostly filler. There was a Halloween street fight. I don't know if you guys caught this. Mm, yeah, the a, trick or sh- trick or street fight. Mm. Trick or street fight. <laughs> My bad. Matt Riddle and Otis. Yeah. Oh boy. Matt Riddle. I don't know. I can't talk about Matt Riddle anymore. He just <laughs> he, he irritates me, man. Like I like no wrestler <laughs> currently does. I don't know what it is, but did you guys catch the thing with Dexter Loomis and the Miz? Are you following any of this? I, I can't say that I have been following that whole. <laughs> oh, the, are you talking have, about honestly. the Johnny Gargano yeah. interview? Can you help me out with that? Nah, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Did Miz say like, he was paying Loomis to act yes. like he was scaring so, him? That's what Johnny Gargano says. They've been working together all along. He exposed the them. Miz hired him, but now he, the Miz owes Dexter Loomis money. So now it's real. Mm. Now he's really trying to get him. Ah, he's trying to wow. stick him, Kevin Nash style, <laughs> through the ring, like disappearing. Yeah, so, and like this is what you brought Johnny Gargano back for, to be a witness. You know, like. Papa H, baby, the game's changing. Mess, Wait, man. dude, you gotta drop your is. catchphrase. You got no a couple of catchphrases, and one of them is, <laughs> "Don't worry, guys. Triple H is in charge now." <laughs> That's true. Unless <laughs> we're in good hands, we're in good hands. Trips. So, hey, guess right. what? CM Punk was right about that too. Yeah, he he's he ain't. That look, man, son-in-law. Triple mm-hmm. H, all this stuff we talk about. He wants to bring King of the Ring back or whatever, but then he does all this other shit. I'm like, yeah, but he's also bringing back all these dudes that got released and they should have been released 
Yeah. Not even right. dudes, wrestlers, wrestlers, superstars. Mm -hmm. The thing is, I noticed um, with some of the Triple H stuff, we'll get into a crown jewel. I noticed some things different finally that I'm like, oh, like maybe. He's no, allowed. it's not different. That camera shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's oh still my around. God. But Can what we I do away with that. But what I did notice is that there's wrestlers interacting with the camera more now. Have you guys noticed that? Like, yeah, yeah I did. Oh, Moss yep. was like talking yep. shit in the yeah, camera. Yep. Roman. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. something. I guess that's something yeah. we can get excited about. It's there. Well, yeah, you take like Frank said, like people losing their shit for this match because it was a match. They actually mm -hmm. gave mm -hmm. you a little bit. Like we're yeah. we're so starved for anything resembling like good professional wrestling sports mm -hmm. entertainment whatever that like when the littlest thing happens it's like oh my god this that was the coolest shit i've ever seen you know yeah. like something big is happening so, you know? yeah. something big is happening and it's a world cup tournament do you know anything about yes it? no but uh, a tournament we just i love tournaments so frank have you heard about it even the, real quick the world the football shit, cup it's about the uh like I was talking shit about the world title eliminator thing. I'm still into it because right. it's a tournament. It's a tournament. Idiot. Yeah. Well, SmackDown's yeah, yeah. having a World Cup tournament, Frank. Yeah. Okay. Oh, actual. Cool. I'm like, all about it. They're going to crown, I guess, a World Cup champion. What are they yep. crowning exactly? Like it's just a champion of the world. It'll be like, random. It'll be random, but I'm in. I'm like, in. what do they win? I'm wondering. Like, what is this? If they win a like, cup. Cup. Nice. Yeah. I'm cool with it. I mean, but yeah, they announced that on SmackDown. I, I like I said, SmackDown and Raw were very much filler, but uh Ray Ray, Ray Mysterio, he challenged Gunther. Gunther uh got his IC title match on SmackDown. It was <laughs> I wanted to at least run through that really quick because I enjoyed it. Really quick, I, before we get too deep into the SmackDown thing, I just wanted yeah, to point yeah. out that the, 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 women's, deep, the, the women's tag team match was defended on uh tag team titles were defended on Raw. And yes. the title switched fucking hands like mm -hmm. to a, another random tag team of like girls plop, plop <clears throat> together who are clearly mm -hmm. single stars who won't be together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's very soon. Because they don't have tag teams. Yeah, because they don't have fucking tag teams for these belts. And it further proves how Sasha and Naomi were right about these belts being jabroni titles. And they should just get fucking rid of them. This is how they're going to treat them. We'll be talking about them again later. I just wanted to the switch. You know, you're you're yeah. yes, you're right. <laughs> we, we had the shows, that. yeah. But the switch happened. Yeah, the, the switch happened here, and a switch happened later, right? So yeah, uh, Bliss and Oscar defeated Damage Control, and uh, they're the new damage women's tag team. <laughs> damage control. I'm going to get into Damage Control oh, because my goodness, this is this is tough. Look, top of the show, I mentioned Frank. Maybe even before we started recording, this was a very tedious week of wrestling. Mm -hmm. And a very mm -hmm. tedious show with this crown jewel. But let's talk about SmackDown really, really but quick. But we're dedicated to our profession. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we got to talk about SmackDown. Like I said, Mysterio and Gunther had an Intercontinental title match. I enjoyed it. I really did. I thought it was cool. They built up to it a couple weeks mm -hmm. ago. They have really good in-ring chemistry, I think. Um, and I just want that IC title to mean something. I think there were moments over the last 20 years where it did. Everybody buries it. But mm -hmm. I think it has been on a low. I think, you know, seeing Gunther with the title, he's had it a while. Ray Ray's old, man. I mean, for a wrestler, you know, he's over 45. I think he's up there and he's out there having really solid that was cool. matches. You yeah, know, it was cool. Got to give it to him. I think Gunther is probably my favorite thing on SmackDown. I think. Mm. Um, I think he's cool. I think his little squad is cool. I think 
him mm-hmm. having the belt has made it feel like it's important. Like he's main eventing the shows, you know what I mean? And it's like, and it feels like his matches are important, big deals. Even when you go back to like the Sheamus match and like yeah. Ray Mysterio, I found myself cheering for Ray Mysterio again. Like I felt like nostalgic and I'm like, do I yeah. want Ray mm-hmm. to win this belt mm-hmm. off of this guy? Even though like, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like even though like Gunther is having a good run and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I was like kind of cheering. And it was like, that's what you need, you know? And it, and it shows you, shows you like when a guy is good, right? Like Gunther's clearly very, pretty talented dude. And then Ray Mysterio is such a fucking legend. And it was like, mm-hmm. if you let him just do their thing, they had a, almost a 20 minute match on Smackdown. Yeah, it was a long know? match, a couple segments, like, yeah. You, it's like, oh, it's shocking shit. You let these guys do what the fuck they signed up to do. Mm-hmm. And it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Who knew? You're not trying to make them fucking Hollywood actors. You know what right. I mean? And, you know, and make make them something they're not. I get what pro wrestling is. You know what I mean? But it's sort of like, but let sometimes these guys just have to. You have to accentuate their strengths. And most mm-hmm. of these fucking guys, if they have a strength at all, it's wrestling. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's like, and let them have some time, and you mm-hmm. get something like this. This was a cool ass match, I thought. You know, for too. T for especially WWE TV. And uh, yeah, I think Gunther's you know knocking it out of the park. Really, I'm with you, Duke. You prefer heavier Gunther, right? But yeah, I wish he um, like a, a couple pizzas. But you got for get, him though, man. Yeah. That dude's gotten in mm-hmm. tremendous shape. And I don't yeah. care. He's I'm with Frank. He's my favorite part of SmackDown too. And if you're gonna restore, that's one thing I'll give Triple H credit. We talked about it before. Like he's at least making on Raw the United States title. It definitely feels important. Mm-hmm. And on SmackDown, the Intercontinental title. And I like that. Like um, yeah. when Lashley was doing his thing, fighting every week, and even like the way they presented and they showed the little history of the U.S. title. Now with the IC title, they're even calling it like, if you notice, they're calling it like the working, yeah, the work, they? whatever they said, like the working the workers title, title or, or yeah, something. whatever they said. Mm-hmm. But again, like yeah. Rey Mysterio is 47, like 47. He's forty seven. Yeah. He's forty seven. He's he so good, man. Fantastic, so good. man. Like yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And you know what it was like, yeah, like when he was on Raw. Sorry, go ahead. You could finish no, on SmackDown. Good. I was gonna say when Ray Ray was on Raw, I was just like, man, just maybe it's time to go away. When you put him yeah, on yeah, SmackDown. Yeah. I get that nostalgia because he was SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, like, yeah. I, I like him on yeah, SmackDown. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. We all have that reaction. I felt the same way. That was a good nice. match. Like you found mm-hmm. yourself. You know, you're like, am I cheering for this dude? Like, yeah. I never thought I would cheer for Rey Mysterio. Yeah, we yeah. all have love for him, yeah, of course. But it's like, do you want to like, see him oh, pull man, it out? Like, let's see him get one more. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, way yeah. out. You know, so yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, I agree. There was also the segment where, um, I guess it was building up with the um, the brawling brutes and the Usos because they were building. Like I said, they're building towards Crown Jewel, but <laughs> they t- <laughs> names, man. Yeah, I know, bro. I'm looking at these names of these guys coming out of Crown Jewel. These te- these team names: Damage Control, Brawling Brutes, brawling just brutes. like oh, and Braun Strowman. I'm watching with a casual fan, and they're like, "That's two like household brand names, like Braun <laughs> and like, Strowman Bread." I'm just yeah, it like, reminds me like bread and like paper towels. Yeah, I'm like I, get, I was <laughs> like I knew I hated man. the name, but the like bread it's, man, it's so bad, but um. Anyway, your boy L.A. Knight had a uh, he's got a little thing going on with Ricochet. Your boy Duke is L.A. Knight. Is I can't boy. get by the Rob Conway thing. I don't know what it is. I thought <laughs> yeah, of it I and can... now it won't get out of my brain. Yeah, that's a yeah. shame because now I see it. Sorry, because he's like yeah. trying. They're giving him an opportunity. Like I, I think people are are into it. What do you like? I know you like him, Duke. Frank, are you in on L.A. Knight at all? Not really. I I I want to like him because you guys were gassing him up to me. What well, Duke especially mm-hmm. and like. Yeah. 
and I and I thought you would like him a lot more too, actually, because of the old school, especially when like Elias was doing that Ezekiel shit, and you loved, you seemed to be yeah, into it. So much. Yeah, I thought yeah, I was like into that. I thought like La Knight would be like right up your alley, and I'm you know not glad that, that you don't like him, but it's just like because I'm not like getting it. You know what I mean? I'm just like I I think he could talk and all that, but I feel like he, mm-hmm. he's very ordinary to me. You know, I feel like he's just, playing a character. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. what Duke says. About I just swerve. Feel, I feel this way about yeah. him. And I, I just guess. think he's like our out perception, of place, kind of, in like today's wrestling. And, and, and mm-hmm. it's if he feels more old school than yeah, anything else that's today, why I like him. that's why you like it. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, but I think it almost feels like when he comes on, it's almost like I'm suddenly like watching something different and it takes mm-hmm. me out of it a little bit. Yeah. People like, are very high on him, though. Yeah. You know, like the fans oh, really? are, are very high. Like they think well, he, well. the guy that should be taking the given the ball and i don't hate him there's mm. way you know there's people i'd never want to see again like if i'd rather see this guy all day over some of the fucking guys they forced me to see yeah. you know what i mean if i'm thinking right. of happy corbin's yeah, and all these Ron Strong, guys, man, happy you know? corbin yeah yeah but i'm just like I'm not, I'm not crazy about him yet we'll see what happens it's i keep him on my roster but sorry yeah, i think his name is baron corbin so we spray mm. baron again Put now some respect on my bad my bad wrestling yeah. god he's a legend. <laughs> right but la night um you know, he had this thing with Ricochet. They got a like they're they got a little feud going. Um, I don't feel like at this point what they're doing with Ricochet, like he feels like that Mustafa Ali guy on, on Raw, like they're just there. Like, I don't yeah, yeah. know. I guess they're yep. still getting opportunities, but it seems like it's just the windows closed. Do you guys right? feel he was like a big Ricochet... deal though? Remember, Ricochet was like a huge deal in the Indies. Well, oh yeah, yeah they well, they had that match, him and Osprey, and that kind of Mm-hmm. started the John and then he Saber went to day like he had some cool matches there but do you guys feel about ricochet like he hasn't like found himself mm-hmm. i do, do you guys get that vibe well he said he's a bad actor yeah too <laughs> that's you know sure. what i mean like when he talks yeah. it's like does he even know how to be that, on camera? That's what I'm that's where I'm leaning because I'm like I don't know that it's, he hasn't found himself or he's just a guy that's like there's nothing Beyond what you're getting, there's nothing more to be found. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, is he a car? Is is he capable of developing like a character? You know what I mean? He obviously can't talk, right? So like, that's another skill. And if he doesn't, if he's still not even close. He's been doing this for a while. Yeah, he's still not even close. So it's it right. is what it is. It seems seemingly, and it's like character wise. Like, has he ever attempted to do any kind of character shit other than like when he had a mask? Well, you saw on? him in NXT, Duke. Wasn't he being a little bit? Was he? I guess he was wrestling he, more. He but. didn't. Yeah, he was yeah. more just like. I feel like wrestler. I remember him coming out with shades on. Maybe when Vince got his hands on him, but he was like coming out with shades or something. That's yeah. Like... When he got up to the main roster, like they. My thing is with him, like when these wrestlers, like they continuously changed what they're wearing. Like he was wearing mm-hmm. tights, mm-hmm. then he was wearing pants, then he's wearing pants and sneakers. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you know, like. I just feel like you don't know who you are. And if I, if you don't know, I certainly don't know. Right. And like, that's the thing I get with him. Like a hundred percent. Once again, like continuity, like Mm -hmm. no, go ahead, Frank. No, no. I was just saying what he is to me. He's like a slightly better uh, Scorpio sky, you know, Mm -hmm. like one of these guys, Mm -hmm. it's like, he could do all the stuff and he kind of looks the part, but when you try to hear him talk or try to like develop any sort of character stuff you just like he loses you you know you don't want to hear him but like when he has a match you're like oh he could do stuff. I, I take sky yeah, yeah. more seriously even though like i wasn't super high on scorpio to begin with but he mm-hmm. kind of won me over ricochet still hasn't won me over like <laughs> yeah i feel like he's not very charismatic right like no I feel he's like not 
when he gets like stage fright or something. Yeah, like he can do, you know, athletic stuff. I don't know that he's a great worker, but right, right. He's definitely very athletic, but like, I don't know. He just something's missing with him for me. I have a theory that, and I'm not, this is not an original theory. I forget who brought it up or an idea, but I think this. That that AEWWE, like the world of wrestling, should be like the NBA, where we could allow trades, like yeah. just like start to poach each other's rosters, because like Ricochet in AEW, like trade him for, I don't know, give me a guy, uh, Andrade mm-hmm. right now is unhappy, right, right, right you're right, un- right. disgruntled, mm-hmm. like because yeah. don't you think like Ricochet could shine in some of those All Atlantic matches or. Or is that like, do you think either way it's a dead end for him? Is yeah, it- I think well, it's either way think- it's the same thing because mm. he's not going to develop those skills right. in AEW for sure, right? So he'll, he maybe he'll have some cooler matches with that's with Pac like, right? and Orange Cassidy, you know what I mean? But like, it'll always still be he's just a guy having matches. Put him in and the BCC. How many guys? What was that? Oh, sorry, but put him in the BCC. No, <laughs> no, no, thanks. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even get. I mean, reactions. he might need that. Like yeah. go back to basics, you know, like, but how many guys, you know, they were being underutilized in the WWE and then they go over there and it's like, mm-hmm. it's the same shit, man. Everybody yeah, I, loves I don't look Keith at him. Lee. Mm-hmm. They can't believe what they're doing to Keith Lee. He's right. in a tag team. Right. Mm-hmm. And time's and ticking. With a, with a cringy name, like the WWE would give them. Mm-hmm. Right. Swerving our glory. Let's put these guys together. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I just, he doesn't, he's extremely athletic. I just, there's nothing. So is yeah. Mustafa Ali, like you said. And he's just. But he happens another... to think, like, Ali happens to think mm-hmm. he's God's gift. And that's what irks me about him. He says him. it. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. well, all these guys do. I mean. And, I know, you know. But I don't think it's a gimmick with Ali. He, like, like believes the... it. Yeah. I mean, maybe, man. Good for him. No, you you're right. Confidence. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah. So that I don't want to get into any of the Bray Wyatt stuff on SmackDown because, quite frankly, it's the same thing we got on Crown yeah. Jewel. So yep. let's get into Crown Jewel now. This was from Saudi Arabia, another special uh, premium live event. I always premium live call event. It. Come on, brother. Cole and Barrett, Michael Cole, Wade Barrett. They're your commentators for the whole show. Uh, there was no switcheroo, which I liked. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to, yeah. I hate when they do the switcheroo and have all these guys in it, like sort of um, coming in and out of the commentator's booth. No Corey Graves. That was refreshing. Yeah. I've kind of defended him in the past, but here in a whole show without him, I realized Ooh. how much I do not. Oh, like he's him. brutal. I fucking, I, I used to hate when you defended him. I couldn't get I it. I, was, I actually what? used to like him when he first started. Yeah, me, me too. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, Wade Barrett made me. Like want to hear Wade Barrett over, uh, over um Corey Graves. Even though I don't love Wade Barrett, yeah, yeah. who had no, a lot. I of... mean, once again, though, look at our look at our options. options. Right, if I'm cho- the, if I'm tasked with the, choosing the lad on Monday Night Raw, whose name <laughs> I know, I don't brutal, care dude. to know. I want Patrick or Patrick Kevin or something. <laughs> sure, that just guy. random name generator. And then you know uh, Byron Saxton. And yeah. he's in the back now, Byron. Yeah, Saxton. but now he's in the back. Yeah, yeah. go for him. <laughs> so looking clueless getting embarrassed i'm like what kind of i was like this is silly i know so crown jewel kicks off we get a video yep. package titus o'neill's he's got us pumped up for this thing right because he's using like these um like these athletic like things you do in the locker room you're getting your team hype 
they're trying with this guy. He's our global ambassador, Titus O'Neil. So he's over he there is. doing global ambassador things. <laughs> you know, is that his title? Laughing. He is. He's the global oh, ambassador. Because we create does it Real quick, does anybody else think anything? What do you think of when you think Titus O'Neil? When he fell run into the ring. Yeah, that's it. That's what everybody <laughs> thinks. Like, what Shock the fuck? Master 2020. Yeah, and, exactly. and I remember like, him like gripping up Vince and then almost getting fired for it. That, yeah, that's the that was so weird. Dude. That's the second thing that was I remember. So weird. Dude, that was so awkward. I felt but, like the number it. one thing this guy's known for is fucking <laughs> falling underneath the ring. It's a shame. So, yeah, like, he had the primetime players briefly, but uh, it's not a shame. He sucks. What yeah, do you he mean? He's brutal. What the yeah, I mean, on, man, let's just especially let's when they made him like here. a heel. I don't know. I, I was I thought the primetime <laughs> players were cool for a Global minute. And, oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I didn't think that like, look, I was in desperate need of tag teams at the time. I'm like, oh, they, they got one. We're they starving one. for full Still are. <sighs> Tyson O'Neill's doing the intro. Look, they You're do their best to sleep. Come on. <laughs> they did their best to hype up this event in the beginning. I'm going to tell you right now. Because, like, they went all out for the promo in the beginning. I love a good video package. Well-produced. But it all felt manufactured, like a lot of stuff in wrestling. Like, it felt like they're lying to themselves trying to get themselves hyped for this show. Because a lot of it is... Whatever. Let's not get into the negatives. Let's try to. Should have got Mojo Rally if you want to get let's like, hype it up. Thank God he's not with the company yeah. anymore. I don't. I don't wish people. What are you people... talking about, bro? Are you serious? Sorry, bro. But I wasn't. I wasn't Mojo Rally. I wasn't bringing back Mojo, Mojo and Gronk tag team to spice up the division. I heard. <laughs> Triple H is bringing everybody back. <laughs> I would yeah. that dude. That would not surprise me. <laughs> don't worry, guys. One Triple bit. H is in charge. First match we had Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. I don't know if Lashley's a heel again. But this was a short build with this stuff. Me and Frank talked about it uh, on the wrap where you were doing your investigative research. You were on assignment, Duke. We both agreed. Really important work. It was important work. But we both agreed there's nothing left (laughs) that we want to see out of Brock Lesnar. Like, there's just nothing left unless he just went to AEW maybe and, like, did a whole new career. In WWE, The way just we've seen it all. We've done it all. You talked about it, how... The matches are all the same. This match with Lashley was different because Brock Lesnar got legit beat down for 93% of it. <laughs> but he, it was a battle of strength at the end of the day, but he eked it out. He eked it out with a, I think a botch, the ending. Did you catch, <laughs> did you catch the pin? So he did the Brett spot. So, you know, Brett Piper, Brett yep. Austin, he did it a couple of times, walk yep. up the ropes crispy yeah clean. he's actually done that like at least three times i think the other one was mm-hmm. bam bam maybe yeah, was, bam bam excuse mm-hmm. me so so brock did it here right but he couldn't roll all the way over <laughs> so he just him. laid on him okay listen man you gotta but, do what you gotta do but lashley's shoulders were actually like off the mat to count because yeah, he had anyway. him in that submission right where his Which, arms fucking go like this behind your fucking body it's like bro your arms are off the, sh- the mat off the mat <laughs> so this the, yeah this match like they beat brock down i don't know I, I i asked frank earlier but like do you think a is there anything brock can do to get you invested in anything he does anymore like the character aside it's like okay fun loving brock whatever it's <laughs> funny bobby lashley same thing like he had the hurt business but these are two guys i just feel like I don't know, man. I don't care about anything they do, especially together here. And 
it's not about like the match excitement and all that. I just feel like the guys I'm not invested in, and then the match, mm-hmm. the way it was booked, Brock's getting beat down. Do you think they're building Lashley to something bigger to make him look so dominant over Brock? Like, what's your takeaway from Brock Lashley? Dude, I thought opener. it was dog shit. <laughs> I thought it was so terrible. I didn't even like. I couldn't enjoy it. <laughs> I it makes Lashley look strong, I guess. But then he's so fucking strong that Brock Lesnar tumbles onto him and he's fucking, he can't, he gets pinned and the match is fucking over in five minutes. Though the match, the booking of this shit is so silly. This is Brock Lesnar, the beast incarnate. And he just gets ragdolled the whole fucking show and has to pull like a little man uh, uh, move to fucking beat the smaller man, Bobby Lashley. Lashley beat him before, right? Did Lashley Lashley beat him before? I believe. Um, I, I get, dude. I get confused with Brock's matches. Yeah, I don't think they, the they, they never fought one on one, did they? I, I, this I, Michael Cole kept mentioning that like Lashley's the one that put a like a a, a notch in in Brock's record or something like that. As a I fan thought, of wrestling, I guess I should know these things. I should be doing my <laughs> I research. That they fought in like a triple threat match or something. Maybe I yeah. feel like they never fought one-on-one yeah i'm not sure but i'm not sure yeah this did well, nothing for mike me. mike uh fucking... stagger lee marshall aka zern in the comments give us the, the rundown on mm-hmm. this this long storied history of this rivalry of um, lashley and lesnar because okay yes um i'm pulling up right now that there's plans this was uh last last lesnar lashley three mm. oh wow um or it's no, this is part two, and they're planning, so they're planning, they're planning for a yeah. rubber match. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I may have been right in here and Cole talk about how Lashley. So maybe the idea is Lashley has Brock's number. All right. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Like that's smart. But at the same time, there's something called chemistry. There's something called, um, I guess, logic in wrestling sometimes exists. But Brock Lesnar, <laughs> as far as I know, he he's usually able to um win by not like just rolling you up pulling the tights whatever yeah. like he gets yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a clean win right that's let's <laughs> i'm trying not to be negative here because i sat down this morning got up super early before like i had i wanted to get this whole thing done early and i wanted to watch it and give it my full attention and we kick it off with a match like that has no heat to me you know like i don't care yeah. about the participants in it 1.8. That's how I rated it. I don't expect you Ooh. guys to rate it. 1.8 out of 10. That's your opener. Holy moly. Um, I'm just saying, like, where do we oh, go boy, from boy, here? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Where it's do we go It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You see Brock trying to sell. Like, he can't even fucking sell like that because he's trying to sell, like, this ass whooping he got. And it's <laughs> it's silly looking, dude. And he just won the match. He can get... sell, but it looks weird No, now. yeah, he can sell, but sell, he, like, selling, himself. like, what he was selling, like, he just got pummeled. You don't see Brock sell, sell like that. He'll, right. pu- he'll sell moves. Right, but right. he was selling, like, he was devastated laying there. I was like, this is fucking hilarious looking. And it wasn't even that, like, devastating of a beating. No. It was it just was silly. He was throwing him into padded walls and shit like that and all that same old shit it's just like get out of here it was so fucking dumb to me and also the idea like listen i you know i know this is pro wrestling and it's not real life but you know we all know their backgrounds as real fighters is like part of like the mystique to like the the build to this thing and then mm-hmm. you're having a guy who was losing to jabronis and bellator 
beating the shit out of the fucking guy who's the UFC, UFC world champ. champion mm-hmm. who who smashes everybody in the company by the way right where's the logic in that right yeah but all of a sudden bobby lashley's fucking his shit up every time they run into each other suddenly you know it's just like get out of here I, you hear that they're thinking you know, about trying to do they're trying to do or they're trying to encourage the idea of them having a shoot fight on wwe tv what who the fuck wants to see a shoot fight between a guy who can't fight and then a fucking guy who was a world champion at one time you know what i mean it's like get out of here this is fucking nonsense like this main event when we get to it you know what i mean and it's it it kills me it's like i I don't like it dude it's like if you have any fucking sense of like fighting shit listen bobby lashley should be competitive he's a big boy he's pro wrestling it's fake we get it Mm -hmm. But Brock Lesnar, you can't build him up for fucking 10 years. It's like no one could touch him. It takes all this miracle shit. Roman, he had, there was a forklift in his fucking match with Roman. It took all this crazy <laughs> shit. And then Bobby Lashley's just beating the dog piss out of him for fucking five minutes mm-hmm. and losing. Fuck you. It's stupid. <laughs> well, damn. Well, Lash, uh, maybe um, they're trying to show that uh, Lesnar, Lashley is Lesnar's kryptonite. Maybe that's mm-hmm. the idea. <clears throat> I can't even give them the benefit of the doubt. Duke. <laughs> Let me ask you, man, is this show, (laughs) this show for people that are not, are we, I felt like an outsider (laughs) watching this show. We are outsiders at this point. But I felt like it's not geared towards even the WWE lifer, like even the WWE truther. They're leaving me out in the cold because for the little moments that I'll get to that I enjoyed, even in the Omos and Strowman, like I enjoyed little moments that I'm really appreciative of that they're putting back into the program. The overall feeling is just like, this shit is not for me. <laughs> and I don't know how else to put it. When you were watching this show, because the match number two, mm. it was Damage Control versus Bliss <laughs> and Asuka. A the rematch champions. from Raw, yep. the new champs rematch. Women's real tag quick, title. real quick about the Brock. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Lashley <laughs> match. Do you think that Brock Lesnar, like he probably doesn't have his own private jet to like get back from Saudi Arabia, does he? Probably. Do you think because like is that why he was on first? Maybe. Yeah, he's gone. Like, he's did going he home. get in and get out of there? Yeah, I gotta get the oh, fuck out of here. Ex- yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that went through my mind. I'm like, this guy just wants to get paid and we get bounce. that three mil and go. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like right. that Saudi right. check. I'm, yeah, that's I'm not as down on Brock as you guys are because, like, I do feel like he brings like a prestige to matches if it's presented correctly. But this you've seen him fight everyone, haven't you? Like, do you want? Well, and also, this should have happened a few years ago. Yeah. These two guys, you know, so like. I'm with you. The match wasn't good. It's not compelling. It wasn't presented well, but like, I don't know if there's anything left like that I want to see from Brock. Like, Mm -hmm. like you said, I don't, I don't know because like probably not because he's just a mercenary. He, he wants to get paid. He gets in, he throws a couple Germans and he's out. And Mm -hmm. like his match with Moxley said it all. Like Moxley's trying to have this like, story and he's like nah brother i'm gonna suplex you a few times take <laughs> suplex city and we're done you know like <laughs> so like yeah I, I i would be okay with probably never seeing him again yeah i do like lashley though too like i think it's just the old school mm-hmm. fan in me like seeing these big superhero dudes you know but once yeah. again if it's presented correctly but no i don't that yeah. wasn't good unfortunately and i think brock wanted to get his payday and Hop on that jet and get back. 
That's yeah. a good point. And I was, I, that's a good point. I was definitely, you know, I'm coming in hot because I, I get frustrated. We're passionate. We're passionate about the things we love, the people we love. I love the WWE, but it's just when you watch shows like this, you're like, you know, has it, has it lost me again? Um, I hope not, but let's get into the second match. It was a women's title rematch. And we talked that's about okay. it. You're right back in. Mm-hmm. Cause you're right back in at damage control versus bliss and Oscar. And the thing is actually known as Bliska. Bliska. Okay. I can't say her first name because it keeps triggering my A L E X A. And it's like cutting off my but That's um funny. Yeah, but so look, I respect the culture over there. It's just interesting to see them all come out in the full garb, like a head to toe garb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's um I did I forgot about it at first and I'm like, oh, like that's the kind of some cool gear um that Bliss then, is wearing. And I'm like, oh, that's why she's doing it. But yeah, yeah. They all had their chance to get creative with it. This damage control thing, though, man. Um, I don't know what they're supposed to be. We I remember Frank joked like a few weeks ago, like they're the NWO. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what they're are they there to Duke? Are they there to uh like do damage control like the product so bad so we're here to make sure it gets back on track and be good again is that the idea of damage control? yeah they're saving the show dude saving the you show. know okay they're controlling so the damage for, that's been done for once you come to me and this is what the fuck you ask me you're asking me to explain damage control well I, I, truth is i'm trying to keep you awake because if i don't <laughs> if i don't keep throwing it to you you're gonna i'm here that. brother no I'm but here. The, no but the thing is this show this full gear, this uh, I almost said full gear. Full gear. <laughs> this, it's because they're wearing evil on this fucking yeah. full this, gear. This yeah. crown jewel, it was very, it was a task. It was a tall task. Anyway, the title switched back again. Again, dumb as fuck. Was I don't it maybe be just to have a title switch on the crown jewel? Yeah, so that's to what show it that we can all have one. It was. was. Yeah. You know what's funny, Fine. man? It's almost as if they didn't have this show fucking booked a year ago. Like fucking plan this shit out. And, you know, and just have right. the belts on the people you want to drop the belts at the Saudi show, you know, at the time. Imagine that. Instead, a few days before the show, oh, you know, we're going to hot shot a fucking title win for this tag team that we all know is not going to be a tag team. Not the first time in wrestling. No. You know that. But, but but they know this, but we know that. And, like, the WWE does this with tag teams, though. Oh, here's this star who's not doing much with this star. Now you're the champions, and you're going to break up in a few weeks, and the belts are going to fucking flip-flop again. Dude, how many times can we do the same exact shit? These the belts same don't mean anything. Shit. Especially these, uh, with these titles. women's belts. Like, these women tag team belts is, like, one of the worst ever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's always just been two random girls, and those are your new tag teams. If it's yep. it's Tamina and whoever, it's a fucking Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. It's, I lose track, bro. I didn't know Natalia and Shayna were cool. Was, yeah, and then Natalia and this one's cool. And then it's, it's like, dude, random. it's it's just nonsense. It's like, develop a women's tag team division. If you're going to have a fucking women's tag team belt, you know, like damage cool, right? Like, we don't like this damage control thing, but at least they're like a team, right? They right. came in as a team. They have a name mm-hmm. as corny as it right. is. They're a team. And like, it feels like after this pay-per-view, they're going to be a team. Alexa... And I, like Asuka should be like in the world title. Bliska. <laughs> yeah, or Bliska. I'm sorry. Bliska. Sorry, Bliska is the team brother. actually going for. Yo, and but has like, Asuka got like more um, over the, like, I know she's always been like over mm-hmm. the top, but like, it's like almost like she's a caricature now. Mm-hmm. Of course. Her that's what they do. Stuff. Like, mm-hmm. she's, yeah, that's what they do. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's she too, went from like killer. Any yeah. person that isn't American eventually becomes a caricature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of not Americans, um, 
they need to jump in bomb angels in this tag team division. That's the last time I think they had Duke. You remember jump jumping bomb angels that the women's oh, hell uh, yeah. they were awesome. <laughs> yeah. Cause I feel like they had, did they, didn't they have WWF women's tag titles at one point or did I make that up? Like, was that, I just... don't think so. no, they, I feel like you're right. Right. Like I around like then they had them and yeah. then it was like gone. Like, it, it, I don't it, know, but that what you're saying definitely makes sense to me i feel it like did. they were that de- yeah, yeah yeah the glamour girls right they beat right. they beat, yeah, they beat the glamour yeah. girls right so they tried yeah. it before back in the like 80s yeah. um this they is now a new had thing two, at least they actually had teams even though there were only two of them at least they were <laughs> yeah. actual teams <laughs> yeah. well now now they have none well they have one yeah. i guess the, uh the damage control but yeah so the title switch happened uh once again here i am like i'm trying to enjoy the show 1.0 maybe a 1.1 on this match out of 10 i don't care and all also these girls are sloppy okay they they're gonna get hurt yeah it's like they there's something about the women's wrestlers in wwe i was telling frank where it looks so choreographed that it blows my mind and it's usually only the women's matches in wwe it's like all of them but yeah the women for whatever reason i don't know if they're trying to be extra cautious or whatever it is and we i saw it again in the bailey match with bianca like it's so freaking spotty and like, yep. oh, it just drives me crazy. It's not fluid. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. they don't let things happen. It's like thinking six steps ahead. And ugh, no, I, just... I agree. And I'm always like nervous for them, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I feel like they're they're going to get hurt. I feel like they're not. Bro, like they don't even hit the ropes correctly. Exactly, dude. You know, and it's like that's they don't they lay their kicks in. They don't no, lay they hits shouldn't in. even like I don't know. It's. It's not even like I don't want to shit on these people because, you know, they're trying really hard, but it's like it's dangerous. Right. You, know, you got to I don't know, man, like go back to NXT or something like they. It just doesn't a lot of sloppy, a lot, a lot of sloppy, sloppy a lot of lazy looking like weak stuff. No impact yep. on any move. And I didn't mention the finish because it was Nikki Cross coming in and she helped damage control, get the belts back. And we mentioned Nikki Cross last week. It's like. We won't get into how uh, how um, <laughs> generic she is. I don't know the right <laughs> word, mm-hmm. but we did have new champs. I had I had it marked that I'm so sick of that um, double suplex powerbomb spot they do. Oh my god! In every yeah. women's match, it seems like, yeah. but every match yeah, yeah, yeah. in general, it's every match. They did it. That. They did it later in the card at this thing. Not mm-hmm. exactly that. In the Usos we'll match about it. Mm-hmm. And no, I just don't like the, how um, like the six man. Right, right, right. Six person, whatever it's called. When you do that move, the person who's the powerbomb person, why is that impact suddenly way worse than the fucking people (laughs) who are doing superplexes anyway? You know what I mean? You're just underneath them and you're not striking them down. Force them down. I know. So it's sort of like, it's the fucking stupid. It's the dumb. And they insist on doing it in every women's, like, you know what I did? I did get a chuckle out of the crowd, though, when like every match was, this is awesome. You know, because it's the Saudi crowd. These poor bastards don't get what they get. They get what they get. You know, so it's funny. I'm like, you poor fucks. I was like, that this is, you're yelling, this is awesome. Because the thing is, bro, who are we, though? The Dude, best like, version of these women. True. But who are we? And that's what I was saying. Yeah. Is like, I don't want to be like, rain. we don't want to rain on people's fun, right? Like, huh. if you enjoyed this God, show. Yeah, good. I, it's it's heartwarming to me that they're enjoying yeah, the shit so much. Because yeah, it's like, good for you. You don't get shit. Um, we just feel a little what, left out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, I want to I wanna feel what you're feeling. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to feel oozy. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. I, I got a text. Don't. I got a text. Um, 
asking me, I was maybe being a little brief and, and someone said, you're not, you're not feeling very oozy, are you? And I was like, you know what? I need to get in on this. Like I need to play and start playing along. I, I'm, maybe I'm a- we can, you can't fake it though. That's the problem. Like fake, you can't fake oozy. I don't think you can fake oozy. Like if I just go out and buy like a bloodline shirt and I start throwing up the, we, the ones thing. And like, mm-hmm. am I going to really, I don't know. I like the bloodline, man. It's weird how I like, no, I like the bloodline too, but like, like I'm not like goating this shit like everybody else. You know, you know like, what match came next? It was my second favorite match on the card. Um, oh. I want to mention really quick. Sorry, I did have this noted that when uh, Bliss was doing her thing backstage, a little blip on the TV appeared with the Bray Wyatt like buzzard thing. Mm. They may be tying them back together. Mm. And I was telling this to Frank, like, bro, if they go back to like Bliss and the Fiend, the yeah. Bray, I'm I'm out. You know? Yeah, me too. Like, what the heck? So hopefully that's not the case, but we'll see. They're teasing it. Karen Cross and Drew McIntyre at a cage match, an old school cage match. I love Cross's entrance. Solid pacing for my liking. And I'm high on Cross. Like, I know you, Duke, you like him. I know, Frank, you're not really sold. I think Frank and I are both in on the idea of him Mm -hmm. and the presentation of him. And then he gets in the ring and we fall Mm -hmm. asleep. Exactly. That's is a, it possible that's he hasn't had the right dance partners i mean you're with drew mcintyre and I, I felt that way you know and it's like i think you you can't did you guys enjoy this match did you guys enjoy guys. this match personally not really hmm. um but like i didn't like hate it like the other shit i hate it yeah. you know what i mean like yeah I didn't that hate, was bad yeah i didn't hate this like i hated that but i just like we've talked about drew plenty of times sort of like he's good we know we all think he's cool you know we all think he's good but I don't give a fuck about his matches, man. Cause like, I don't, if he wins, it's sort of like, there's no end game that's satisfactory to me. You know what I mean? Cause it's just sort of like, I don't want him in the world title picture. What is easy? And I see guy, I don't look at him that way. You talked about it, dude. You had it pegged when it was at the other one, um, the clash at the castle, you were like mm-hmm. kind of his Davy boy Smith moment. And ever since you said that, I feel like yeah. not comparing him to Davy boy yeah, yeah, that yeah. way, but like, maybe that's just, he is a mid Carter. Yeah. Maybe we got to get it out of our heads that he's yeah. anything else. I don't know. And like with them carrying cross, he just does nothing for me. He's, you know, and like, and I think you like his entrance. I think it's, it's okay. You know what I mean? Cause it's a very dramatic entrance and all that. I think his wife hams it up a little bit maybe, but mm. you know, she's like a very attractive lady. The look is, and the presentation all works. You know what I mean? So like it, I give him credit for that. Cause when he comes out, it feels like, oh, this guy might be something. Like if I was a, if I wasn't watching, I'd be like, okay, let me see what this guy could do. But then I watched the match and like, oh, you're another fucking nerd pretending <laughs> wow. to be like this tough guy wrestler. I don't buy it, you know. Like uh, watching him in there with Drew, it was like it, it felt like levels to me, you know. And it felt like Drew was an actual guy. And then there's this other guy who he's kind of carrying through this match. Who's trying? He feels like a WWE guy carrying cross. Like I watching that match, I was like, he belongs in this company. You know what I mean? Like. He belongs here. Maybe they could force feed him down our throats for five years and we'll pretend he's great. But uh, as it stands, he does nothing for me. You know, it's just the match is just very ordinary. I didn't like any of the finish. Um, so Scarlet, Scarlet maced everyone again. Duke, I'll let yeah. you talk about it. But Scarlet maced everyone again. <laughs> I felt like this was a throwback kind of cage match. Maybe I, this was I was so down on the show. Right. And then this match took place mm. and I was like. Because I do like Cross. I like yeah. Drew for what he is. Duke, how did you enjoy the match as far as uh, 
I guess the storytelling aspect, you're not going to get the, I guess, high spots that you might get elsewhere. But mm-hmm. um, it was fine. Like, I thought that uh, I thought you liked Cross's entrance and all that more than you do, I guess, Frank. I think I'm I, I think I liked it at first. And now I'm just like, OK, it's because, you I know, he's just. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know? Average mm-hmm, when it mm-hmm. matters, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I like his music. I like the entrance and all that stuff. We talked about it before, but then he gets in the ring and I don't care. Like I just and like we talked about Drew, too. We all kind of like Drew and like but then his match happens and it's like and I think these guys as partners, it just doesn't work. I right. don't know. Well, I that's just, what I'm saying. Are the dance partners? Yeah. off? But even then, like cross. I don't know. He's never had like when he gets in the ring, I just don't care. Like, I don't think he's very good in the ring. Like, I don't think he's like super like charismatic. Like, I just think that he has Hmm. a cool entrance and stuff like that. And like, that's where Mm -hmm. it ends. And Drew Hmm. like looks like a million bucks and he looks like he will eat your children. So like, I like him, but like, there's just no, Hmm. I don't know. Once again, there's like no, I don't know. Once they get in the ring, I just don't care. Yeah, interesting. How it is. Yeah, I feel like we're we're probably on the opposite ends with Karen Cross because I feel like he's better than average in a way where he keeps my attention. I guess that's mm-hmm. all you could ask for in this day and age. And I appreciate the pacing, like the way they're presenting them. Clearly, Triple H has his fingerprints all over the Karen Cross creation from entrance on. Like you could tell, and he's got he gives me a little bit of the H vibes. Um, not anywhere near as good but i do want to see him with other dance partners he doesn't see. give you tna vibes impact no. vibes. was he in tna he was an yep. impact yeah yeah i never saw him there mm. so i'm glad i'm good i, I don't want to associate and him. i actually liked him in impact what yeah, was he killer, called there killer, killer cross, killer cross. Mm. yeah yeah no i mean i I'm, I'm high on him that was my second favorite match of the night i enjoyed i enjoyed it and i do enjoy cross i think he's off like outside the ring too i've seen stuff with him like he's got good taste like i've seen he's got like really good taste in movies and shit and he's like (laughs) maybe that's why you like him i i just feel like he's he actually like tries to do a lot a lot of character work if you want to call it that but Mm -hmm. maybe we just we need to wait on on you know uh dismissing them because i think like no i'm not dismissive of them it's been a couple months you know let's Mm -hmm. see with triple h helping him like maybe he can develop i just don't I don't know. There's not a lot when they step into the ring that holds my attention in that company anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Know? It's hard in general. And this was supposed to yeah. be a fe- like a, a match to like end a feud too, which mm-hmm. the feud didn't even feel like it had a lot of, I guess, heat no anyway, heat, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. speaking of no heat, I got to get into this next match because this is my <laughs> first note on this is no heat at all from me oh, at yeah. least. No, for sure. Judgment Day versus the club. This is the next match. And we talk about the Judgment Day every week. Uh, uh, we have to because they're like featured. But this was a really low point for me in my morning. Um, I woke up. <laughs> I felt great. Like I said, this this brought me to a place where I just hated what I was having to lend my time to. And I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to hate what I'm doing. What do you guys think of this match? Judgment Day versus the club. Am I being too hard on it? Frank, your face says it all. <laughs> Dude, talk about who gives a fudge about this match man you know what i mean like yeah this was one of those that's sort of like oh like i see the guys coming out and it's like i'm gonna fucking cook breakfast 
you know, or like, I want to do something productive <laughs> because it's like, they're going to waste a lot of time. Yep. It's not going to mean anything. And we're just going to keep going. And then we'll probably do it again on uh on Monday, right. you know, or whatever it is, you know? So it's just like, ah, please miss me. This, I don't think this is like necessarily like brutal in terms of like the match or whatever. It's just who cares? You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about these OC, you know, um, no offense. And and Lou Gallows no is starting offense. to look like a, like a 57-year-old, you know, beer gutted dude. Cause he used to he kept his look for though. Now he's looking, he's looking more festus than somebody <laughs> tough again. And it's like he I'm, needs punk. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's it's it, it's done, dude. It's they're 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 washed. This judgment day has been washed since they killed Edge. It was done before that, but they killed Edge. They may as well have killed this whole shit. Ray Ripley's the only thing cool happening with out of all of these fucking people involved in this match. Dominic and, Mysterio still wears shitty gear. Yeah, it's like, and Rhea Ripley, listen, let her go fight for the world title and like not have yep. her in this nonsense and help that women's yep. division do something fucking cool. Because, like she's clearly the coolest yeah, part of that group. Exactly. You know what though? This did get her over. If nothing else, this whole judge, like I guess it gets to get her over. Right? Sure. So let her kill them all. And then she could go kill them all. Thing, everyone you know in this feud, right? <laughs> yeah. Kill everyone we'll feud. Just finish it off, you know, and then she's this mastermind. She goes back to women's division because this shit is just, I, I couldn't care any less than I did about this match, you know? Yeah. And it was just like, I'm with you. It's a shame. I'm with you. Duke, you were a fan of the bullet club, right? At some point people lost their minds because Michael Cole mentioned the bullet club on WWE oh TV. Oh, can you believe it? He mentioned he mentioned the Bullet That's Club. Groundbreaking. Um, do, Duke, do you when you watch this, do you feel like me where you're watching like a high school um click like fight in the schoolyard take place? Like this feels so childish to well, me. This whole yeah, thing. I mean, maybe like a high school fight, but like they went and got their grandpa right, to exactly. help them or something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But like you talk about, we talk a lot about like posers and like cosplay wrestling like it doesn't get any more cosplay than i i forgot their name the judgment day <laughs> like fucking um i really don't remember his name the tall guy punishment martin yeah Martinez. you like damien. damien you used to damien. like priest right damien priest no he's all right but like this guy on raw like not to go back to raw but like mm -hmm. he did the razor's edge I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then little Dominic gets up there and he's doing the Eddie, the Eddie thing. And then does a frog. Like talk about cosplay, dude. Like there's paying homage. And then there's just like not having an identity of your own mm -hmm. and like, like imitating someone and doing it poorly, by the way, because yeah. fucking Damien Priest, dude, stop you're not even ever going to be on razor's level like please it's an insult that. man yeah it's yeah, it like, does worse for you to do that but i guess yeah, he's trying like, to get heat is that the idea or like well, i think it was just i just think or was that was always because yeah, yeah he just likes to do that like he that's his shit that's yeah, great yeah. there's a lot I mean, of like ethan page do. does it but he put his spin on it right he yeah throws, yeah and it's ethan more of a border page toss is fucking cool and he can talk and he's mm -hmm. charismatic this guy's mm -hmm. a jabroni like <laughs> There, I can't even look at them, dude. Honestly, like, and you love Finn Balor. I I like Finn Balor, but, but like you... if they would have here, let me present this to you. Would this maybe be a little more interesting to you guys? Be honest. Mm -hmm. If Finn and AJ were with those goons, would it at least be a little more enticing, knowing their history, like with the Bullet Club? 
Oh yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. something, but like, like Frank said, edge forms this group. It was all because of edge Mm -hmm. and like, they just get rid of him and then little Finn comes in and takes over. And like, it's just a mess, dude. Like that match was trash. Like, we're not invested like mm-hmm. it's not for us the, like yeah, it's not for us isn't good yeah but is it for anybody does anybody truly <laughs> people like, get yo people like in the comments or whatever they're like oh you know three and a half stars um you know <laughs> whatever whatever and it's just I don't like know, man oh and here's one of those spots the two two yeah. people had them on the shoulders and then mm-hmm. aj did a superplex it had nothing to do with AJ didn't touch them. They just all went down together mm-hmm, and yeah. it, it was just so corny and like, well, AJ's another guy to me. Like I have in the Brock category. Like I don't really need to see anything else from AJ styles and wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Good athlete. Mm-hmm. Very good hand throughout his career, but I just, I'm so over. AJ I think styles. they could still do for me anyway. Okay. I'm okay. not speaking for you, but like, I would still like to see AJ and stuff in like a feud. Like, yeah, not this shit. Is just, what about like, if you put AJ versus Braun Strowman or AJ versus Omos? Any are you just going to pick random people that I don't care about? No, I'm picking the guys in the next match. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give me AJ and Chad Gable. I'm in. He doesn't even exist in their television anymore, I don't think. That's, Chad Gable. Well, no, he's the enhancement guy. So this next match was my third favorite match on this card. I'm not even going to lie. And that's not like... <laughs> I gave it a 2.9. That's spoil it. That's a high. Yeah, it's a high a grade high. for this big, big clash. Is this out of 10 or what? Is yeah, this yeah. Of? I'm a 10 guy. Holy so I'm going shit. decimals. 2.9 out of 10. So the 2.9 is, is the, the third, third best match. I'm, I swear <laughs> my hand, my hand to God. I mean, I believe you, brother. Listen, this was a throwback test of strength in the beginning that you can appreciate. Absolutely. So you had that. I got yeah. like that. Omas talking throughout the mat, the match. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that. Like, they're clearly working with him. Like someone's yeah. helping him come along. He's in getting in good shape as well for like Dude, he's size. improved yeah. a lot. Already. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And I don't love his gear. I don't love the top. Like, you know, no, it's like, but it's better than it. It's, it's getting better. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like it's like he's progressing. You know, maybe it'll get cool eventually. Yeah. But if so he comes out wearing a singlet. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, and but this was Matt. This match was booked similar to the Lesnar match where. Braun got beat down the whole entire time mm-hmm. and then he eked it out in the end with a power slam, got the one, two, three. I know Frank, I know, and you guys both mentioned like the, the, the big men match is not your, your cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more gentle on them usually like, cause mm-hmm. I feel like in this case, and I think these guys did a good job for the record, Braun Strowman. I wouldn't have him in my company. I don't like anybody to lose their jobs. <laughs> I just don't think he's good. I think he's his name's terrible. His ring gear's terrible. No. There's nothing compelling about him. I don't like him. But this match, I, paper towels. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I didn't mind the match overall. So I had to throw it to you guys. With with all that being said, what do you guys think of this clash of the titans? Well, it might fucking surprise you, but I didn't like absolutely hate this right because going in i'm not expecting it to be like this you know matt classic right obviously it's these two giants so i was like let's see what happened and like for as green as omas is and how shitty uh braun Strowman is since his 2016 2018 <laughs> legendary run um you know it was i it was what it was and i didn't hate it you know right 
so like I was willing to be like, you know, it was a big man match. I don't care for it. It's not, that's not for me. It's never going to be. It's never been. So it's like, it is what it is. It wasn't the worst shit I ever saw. That's how I felt leaving it. And then, and then this dumb bozo, <laughs> Adam Sher has to go on Twitter, running his fucking mouth like the jabroni mark that he is, you know, and just talking shit about, you know, people, giants and monsters are you know, greater than any of these flippy uh, bag guys at your grocery store or whatever the fuck he's saying. Like, he I didn't take- get that reference. Yeah. Dude, can you it's explain like, that to me? What are you talking about? He just doesn't like the, like, he he's talks shit on indie wrestling. A right, no, times. I get that. But what's yeah, the bag yeah. and groceries? Because they have to bag groceries while they do I, the indies. Like, I, yeah, I think that jobs or something. Yeah, exactly. I think that they're like doing no shit bullshit indie shows. And then it's like mm-hmm. they go back to their bag grocery jobs, whatever. Uh, it's like, dude. You're so fucking cool. You were fired a fucking not two, three months ago, you fucking clown shoes. You know what I mean? And it took a guy being scandalously removed from his position for you to even have a fucking job at any company that was relevant. And then you go on the Internet talking shit. And he's like, I'm going to he's like people are like knocking him. They're like, you're fired. And he's like, well, I just got another fucking car and saying all this cornball shit and saying that he thinks this match like moved the bar a little higher for matches that like Andre and fucking Hogan set as big men and all that. It's like, dude, are you on fucking drugs or something? Like legitimately are those fucking red pants squeezing the shit out of your <laughs> stupid fucking muscly legs that your head's about to explode? Because it, it, this is the dumbest shit I've heard from maybe a guy. It's the and sep- it's like, maybe it's the septum piercing. Dude, he said it's, it's better than it, that match was better than anything. Kenny Omega has done in his fucking career. You know what I mean? It's like, he's a troll. And like, but the, he comes off as such a fucking tool bag at the same time, you know, and it's like, go back to controlling your narrative or whatever that you only control when you get fired. And then you take the money. Yeah, in your I was going to say, you know I mean? he's, he's talking like shit about clown. indie guys. He was just yeah. on the indies. He was just on the indies. And his excuse when somebody points that out to him. Yeah, but we sold out all of our shows. Duh, 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 duh. But somehow AEW is the joke promotion and them selling 36 tickets in a fucking gymnasium like, you know. They're they're the big deal. It's like real mm-hmm. show. It's like fuck off, you fucking weirdo. Him and his fucking <laughs> wife, wrestler who's another fucking weirdo. They could, you know, be off these shows, and I would never give a fuck again. Who's his wife? Raquel or his this is girlfriend or whatever, oh, you know, whatever oh, her yeah, name yeah, is yeah, now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. yo, all these people, these like big for nothings, you know, like Braun Strowman thinks he's good because he's big. It's like, bro, mm-hmm. you're fucking lucky you grew up a freak show. And the circus was in town. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's the only reason you have any kind of relevant job at all. You know what I mean? Like, you're not good. You're not talented. You can't talk. You look fucking dumb most of the time. And I don't get it. I don't see the appeal. John wouldn't have him in his company. I wouldn't even fucking think about having this idiot. And that was what the whole wrestling industry felt. You right. Know? And, and I'm from why. a different world where you yeah. are as far as, like, what we exactly. love in wrestling. Mm-hmm. I still wouldn't have him. Duke, what did you think? Um like the match itself because that was um i feel like we just like unleashed some epic venom yeah man the the uh kraken was unleashed no but i respect everything he's saying because braun Strowman, i'm though i'm critical of like some of the indie flippy shit that's me but the last thing i feel like i would ever want is like this guy to be the one like voicing yeah. anything i feel about some of the flip stuff mm-hmm. stuff because he is such a um try hard and such a like mm-hmm. he, like i guess though i hate you know he's a tool right but, like the yeah. way he the way he carries himself man is so unlikable and you're supposed to be a baby face in a company mm-hmm. where you work with guys that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like have had the scratch and claw to do do stuff on the indies. It's just a bad look. Duke, what do you think of the match? Because that was a good part, I thought. 
but um, or like a solid part. But like, you might not have heard all that stuff. But now that you know about it, what do you think? No, I, d- I didn't know any of his, <laughs> you know, social media comments. But I say it all the time. When you're great, you don't have to tell everybody how great you are. You know, I like, thought of you when I was reading yeah. his tweets. I thought of you saying that shit constantly. Like, you fucking But like, out. yeah, I mean, um, really, you just mentioned yourself in the same sentence as Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. Like, how dare you, dude? Like, no. Mm-hmm. But getting back to the match, like, um, yeah, you said it. I'm not into, like, the big man matches. But at least they do, you know, they had the big test of strength, which was cool and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, like braun like i could he wouldn't be in my company he could build the ring or like do some <laughs> yeah. shit okay so like he a, wouldn't he wouldn't be on your, your no, team absolutely not but Can't like carry Omos, some heavy shit however backstage. a guy that has and listen credit to braun like he's gotten in good shape you know like he lost a lot of weight but like um he's a douchebag like that mm-hmm. kind of that kind of mindset like he's got those ryback vibes yeah he's yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah. go anywhere man you know mm-hmm. Um, but Omas, like, he's a freak, man. I mean, look at the dude. Like, he's he, a freak. He's so big. Like, what's his legit AJ, height, guys? What's his legit height? You got us. Frank's our height expert. He's a legit big boy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what they list him as, but mm-hmm. Omas is a big dude. I he has to be a seven footer, right? He's seven I, I, I saw, he, I said he was he seven one, but it. I don't know. Um, they like have him, him listed as seven, AJ. they have him listed as seven three, four oh three. So that means he's wow. probably. Six so they eight. had Giant Gonzalez at seven seven, and <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Andre was seven four listed. So they're saying he's one inch shorter than Dre. I'm looking at a picture with him and Shaq. I'm just saying, he's yeah, probably seven one. But to well, continue well. on this, um, the potential of Omas, and now he's gotten better. I like. Well, him. like when he, like I said, he's a freak. Like to look mm-hmm. at. So like he's got that like um, the attraction things yeah, him because yeah. like remember him and aj yeah like, i like that, that pairing looked, that looked fake dude it did he dude. was so big he looked yeah. fake yeah. that was smart you know? to put and them like, together i think to it make was it yeah accentuate his yeah height. and i think that um you know he's obviously getting in better shape i think he's even learning like wrestling mm-hmm. more you know mm-hmm. like he's yeah he doesn't he is. Look you could tell stiff. he's training yeah yeah and like there were some rough spots in there where like you know, um, Braun went to send him over the rope and he yeah, couldn't exactly. do it mm-hmm. and he had to do it again. But like you can learn that stuff, you know. Yeah. So like I think Omas with the right like training and guidance like could be something. But yeah, man, fuck Braun Strowman. Like I don't <laughs> I don't give a fuck about him. Like he, mm-hmm. and and then he's a douchebag on top of it. I didn't even know all that stuff, but mm-hmm. you're yeah. not good, dude. And like he was forced down our throats too by Vince. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Like yeah. And like nobody gave a shit then, and nobody gives a shit now. Well, and Triple like, H brought him back, right? It's just hey, yeah, he's doing all the great, things, brilliant brother. decision. Yeah, I, that's a very interesting one, man. I wonder what Triple H thought the value was of bringing him in. I honestly, like, I really wonder. I mean, like, he is a big dude. Yeah, but you know, like he's you got said that, it, like he's got a ceiling. Like we know it. He's never going to yeah, be the guy. He's a fucking curtain jerker to me. Like I don't see mm-hmm. shit in him. No oh, man, same. And you did you did pick up on it, obviously, but like the Omos, like the trash talk, like that's that's learning the some some yeah, some of learning. the biz too. Yep. Like I like and it. like MVP with him, I love that. Like because mm-hmm. I think MVP is a good a good mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Omos can uh you know 
blasting them into something. Let's get into Usos and Brawling Brutes real quick. There was not, in my opinion, not much to talk about here. Yeah. And I don't mean disrespect. You weren't feeling very Usy during this match. I was going to say, no disrespect. I don't think I was feeling very Usy. Right. And I I like the Usos. I think mm-hmm. I like them probably more than Frank. 100%. And I think, Duke, you like the Usos. I like the Usos, yeah. Yeah. I just know you guys aren't on the of the mindset that this title reign, this tag title reign is epic and deserving of the length that it's that it's on now because they're they're threatening the new day, the new day. How dare I even say that out loud? But the new day are the all time reigning tag team champions and the Usos are threatening that they beat the Brutes. I'm just going to call them the Brutes, not even the Brawling Brutes. They defeated them pretty handily, pretty quick. I'm put some respect on their name, man. Um, your guy, Pete Dunn, now Butch. He's Butch. At one point, I mean, look, his size is kind of exposed on mm-hmm. this main roster. I don't know what his ceiling is anyway, but can you salvage? About five foot is his ceiling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Can you salvage? Um anything with him or is it more like he's kind of probably just fade out and eventually three years from now we see him somewhere else and another company like do you think there's potential with him still because you were high on him Duke like I know you really liked him yeah I like Pete Dunn I mean um for what he was you know mm-hmm. and not NXT what he is <laughs> UK guy yeah I mean who knows because he's ruined now you know like I don't I don't <laughs> you know what I'm saying like because if if it was going to be changed, it would probably be changed by now, right? Under Triple H, because he's our savior. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't he like give this guy his name back and let him sort have a chance out. to like let him just be a little know. badass again? Yeah, you know. But um, I don't know. Triple I'd... Triple H. I mean, was a huge fan of his, right? So you would think Appar- he. Would... I mean, yeah. But here we are, Butch. This got Going um. Butch. This got a four star rating. It got an A rating on a wow. Bleacher Report and CBS or whatever. This match was really well received. Um, the tag division is starting to, in some people's opinions, in the WWE gain steam. Do you guys feel that way? Oh, what? <laughs> it's like gain steam in, in what way? Because you got we're the not, uh, brawling not... brutes, you got the Usos, you got the New Day, right? You got um, yep. keep going. The, uh, Alpha hit, Academy, hit, hit row Alpha Academy. Um, I. I'm lost now. Oh, wait. Oh, uh, Street Profits. Street Profits. Can't mm. forget about them. The War Rate. What? Viking War Raiders. Raiders. Viking Raiders. But they're not back Viking yet Raiders. officially. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I, regardless, um, there was a lot of We Want Sammy chance during this match. Ah. But it, ne- it never happened. Sammy's mm-hmm. not, he's not about that salty life. What do you guys, uh, what do you think? Like, would you rather the Usos be the longest reigning champions ever or the New Day? Since you got to pick one here. Oof. Mm. <laughs> I'm going Usos because they don't use pancakes for anything. Yeah, or, they're not a cartoon. And because they're attached to Roman, and that would be cool if, like, I don't know. But yeah, I, don't, I mean, I look, I, I'm just asking. It's yeah. just, it's all I got about that match. What I'm do sorry. you say, Francois? Yeah, you're really thinking on this, man. Like, really. Give it to me straight. It's like the hardest decision I've ever had to fucking make. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I can't imagine either of those teams being the longest reigning you know even though they are those are two greats we were, we're actually very lucky to be witnessing the two greatest sure. tag team champions of all time um i don't know man uh give me 
Kofi Kingston because I like, like him Kofi, the Kofi? most, the most of the bunch. Right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I can't stand really as the longest reigning. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. we're gonna find out potentially on SmackDown. They're gonna have this match. That and, was uh, at least a cool little thing. I did like that. Like the new day came out. I, was that SmackDown? It was SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. They they're came saying out when you come like, back on soil, yeah, we're gonna and that because they they should care right yeah like, right yeah it's, the ring. They it's great continuity so like yeah, yeah it makes sense you know but um it hypes the match like these... i actually want to see this match now i'm like yeah hey, who's, who's I, I don't i don't i don't i don't i don't i've seen oh. it 147 times you know what i mean like i don't give a fuck about the match it's so I, this is what i hate like the, the 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 division's gaining steam apparently and we're back to the usos and new day right, right. cool right Same you know what i mean shit. it's right. like great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the thing about like the long title reign thing like i like long title reigns a lot but like yeah. it just doesn't mean anything right now because mm-hmm. like there's no it's mediocre the division mediocre itself times yeah like mm-hmm. you know like um all due respect to like roman's reign no pun intended but like really like is roman reigns Honestly, is he truly in the category of the guys that he's being mentioned with? Well, after tonight's fucking main event or the <laughs> show's main event. That's true. We'll he's voted, basically. <laughs> I, so I said but, it before. I feel like we talked about this a lot. I feel like he's definitely eclipsed Pedro. Like, I feel like it's, if, if, if you're going to talk about. Yeah, that's like that's fun. But I if you're talking about like, Hogan and Bruno, like that's, right. that's blasphemous. Yeah, those right. like yeah. big names that names the company. um steve austin you know yeah like guys. yeah like Pedro know. had the reign but he wasn't like the name that everybody knows yeah know? yeah mm-hmm. and i just feel like all these all these title ranges don't mean as much you know mm-hmm. like we're gonna get to it and i definitely think after seeing this main event that it has something to do with the dance partners that roman doesn't have like because we'll talk about the match but like i feel like if he had guys to work with that were better or mm-hmm. like in the like to bring out his like i think his reign would be way more powerful and memorable but i, I agree. just feel like he's just worked with I a agree. lot of guys i don't yeah. think are very good honestly yep. but again i think it's just the time you know that's yeah, why yeah. i don't think it means as much like you can look back when you talk mm-hmm. about those other guys and name all these great matches that they've had and like mm-hmm. when roman gets in the ring he's average to me mm-hmm. like there's that's he's super cool he looks like a superhero. Like he's a great action figure. Like mm-hmm. he's a great looking dude. He's in tremendous shape. He has charisma. He can talk now. But like when he gets in the ring, but I, is it is that his dance partners? Because there's a guy you guys love. Yeah, but I love like him it's too. been, but it's been two years. You're telling me like, no. But look, you guys love Sid. Would mm-hmm. you agree that he was average in the ring? Sure. No. What makes him different? No, I mean I'm only saying that because I I'm feel like. Yeah. Would you? What? What it was? Here's, here's what makes Sid different. Here's what makes Sid different. Sid's though. not presented as the greatest of all time, though. No, no, I know. They never won title too. reign. You know, That's you had one. to watch him be a champion, and you're like. But Sid also Sid. had this undeniable like scariness to him and like badassness yeah. to him. Like when you mm-hmm. saw Sid, you didn't doubt that he could fuck up whoever was across from the ring from him. Mm-hmm. Where Roman, we'll get to it. Just goes life and death with a guy who's never won a fucking fight in his right, life. Right, 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 right. So right. you know, right. Before we get to that, we got to talk about this last woman standing match. Do we, dude? We have to because <laughs> this was um, 
anyone that's familiar with Carrot Top, this is what it reminded <laughs> me of. This is what it reminded me of. That was my note. I wrote Carrot Top oh, because bro, the props in this last woman standing <laughs> match. First of all, there was like zero heat for about 80% of it. Mm-hmm. And I love Bel Air. Like I really do. But mm-hmm. there are a lot of sloppy spots. Again, we talked about in the last woman's thing, the choreographed stuff. Someone's going to get hurt. But um, let's get to these props, these carrot top props, because we had, um, well, we had the regular like tables. We had ladders. We had um, the golf cart. We Oh, no, we had a trunk, an empty uh, equipment trunk mm-hmm. that uh, Bianca Belair was placed Belair's in. hair got called in. Yeah, yep, I yep. thought it was part of the spot. And then I was like, no shit. Oh, no, it totally just, was not. not oh, <laughs> you saw that? Yeah. Yep. And so, 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 so Bailey who you know she's just regressed to me so much as far mm-hmm. as like interest level we've talked about how I, I have her right there with becky lynch who i will talk about Oof. at the end oh but um <laughs> dude this match was all right you got michael cole and um way barrett out there right and they when do you start making fun of a match how am i supposed to take it seriously because at one point they were laughing watching it and this is for their world title, like the women's world title. And the last woman standing match. Right, right. Like it very... should be like serious it's... business. But it's borderline comedy because they're like doing the puns, the golf puns. He's So, all right. Anyone who says Michael Cole has improved since Vince McMahon is gone, because we've heard that <laughs> one too, right? He's out there yelling like four. And Wade Barrett's like, guess that was a hole in one, right, Michael? And it's just like. It's so cringe, bro. It's yep. so bad. All right. Let me not rant on this forever. What'd you guys think of this match? Hated it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's listen, it's not my least fucking favorite match on this card. It's not my least favorite. No, match it's not mine card, either. But, it's like my it's yeah. like what go ahead. Go ahead. This is this is probably one one of you know, one of the highlights of the fucking card, sadly. And it's still but it's still bad. It's still bad. It's still very bad. Um yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Bailey. I think I think Bailey like knows how to wrestle. Mm-hmm. I think Bailey understands how to like what wrestling is and how to tell a story and all. Like I think Bailey gets all these things. I just don't ever give a fuck to see Bailey do any of these things ever. Did and you now care when she, she was a baby like, face when she was? How does like- she looks like uh, my neighbor's like aunt? you know, visiting for a family get together, it like takes me even further out of it. You know what I mean? Real quick before you move on, I just have to tell you while you're on the book, I was texting my buddy Jay and Mm -hmm. he said, Bailey looked like his wife's uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow. He's like, I fucking hate Bailey. I'm like, why? He's like, she looks like my fucking wife's uncle, bro. (laughs) Wow. So while we're on the look of her. Yeah, you know, and it's just like, it's just the whole thing with Bailey. It's like, I think she's, it's hard. I don't want to say like she's washed, you know, but mm-hmm. like, I just feel like Maybe I don't care, you know, like, yeah, or gimmick totally or something. something well, I totally said, re- I said different. regressed. Like, it's, yeah, it's like yeah, when, a, yeah. when a player goes the other mm-hmm. way, she had yeah, all that because, potential. Yeah, it's just like, because like, like I said, I, all those things, like, I think she could wrestle. I think mm-hmm. she's she is a big mark for this shit. So like I think she understands deep inside like what you need to do, and I think she tries to do it with her character stuff. It's just brutal and it's just cringy, you know. And it's just like she's just not good at it. She could wrestle, mm-hmm. but 
that's as far as it goes for me. And like everything else she does, I'm like, it hurts. It like, it, well, the screaming Karen thing isn't like uh, as much of her character anymore. anymore. She's more like, yeah. So I don't know if she's crazy now, but I wanted to point this this <laughs> comment um, Cole made real quick, and then Duke, you could talk about this match. So Bailey got a hold of the golf cart, right? And Bianca mm. stood in front of this golf cart for no lie five minutes before <laughs> she moved because this it was like the most predetermined thing. But then Michael Cole gets a zinger in. He's like, that was a DWI driving while insane. Ha ha ha. So oh, is her character insane now? Is she like that's crazy? that's goat level shit to me. Yeah, like, that, that one liner. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that. You know how you remember Bobby oh, Heenan lines or something? I'll never mm-hmm. forget that. Yeah, he really yeah, oh, left God. his mark. Duke, what do you think? You watched this match. Did you think it, do you think it it had the uh prestige level of a world title? last man last woman standing match no and it also didn't have the feel of a last woman standing match Mm -hmm. like you think last whatever person standing match it's because you beat the shit out of Mm -hmm. your opponent so bad that they can't respond and Mm -hmm. instead it was very gimmicky they were trying to do little tricks Mm -hmm. you know little pulling little hijinks to you know yeah carrot top exactly so i like bianca too to me she's the best like in that company for sure um and i liked bailey as a baby face but like Mm -hmm. she needs to i don't know because like it's not even heat like i don't want to see her lose she's just annoying to me Mm -hmm. and like i don't know maybe charlotte can come back and like maybe be like, oh, let me remind, like, let me remind you who the hell you are, who yeah, we yeah. were. We started would, NXT. Yeah, I would, like, I would be, yeah, do something that. like that. Yeah, do. And something. I don't, even though I like Bailey, I don't think she's very good. I think mm. that she's a a fan of wrestling, yeah. but I don't think she's very good at all. A product of her opponents. No, I think like, like she had a good one with Sasha and a yeah, Charlotte. But, you know? Like fundamentally, I don't think she's a very good wrestler. Mm. You know, like, I think she's a big fan of wrestling. But when you look at her, like I said, some of these wrestlers can't even hit the ropes right, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's it's brutal to Dude, watch. She, so. she uh, they they laid it like Bianca hit her head on the ladder at one point, like off some yeah, sloppy man. shit. And even at the end, Dude, Bianca when, did the. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say on the that. knee, onto the, onto yeah, the chairs. And, yeah, onto the yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah. Like, that brutal. was brutal, yeah, Dude. Man, like absolutely brutal. And I want I'm to talk about the like, finish really quick too. Yeah, like, yeah, creative finish. If you want to get, look, I don't. I'm not saying I liked it, but it was creative. We've never she, seen. Has it been done? She laid it in between a ladder and yeah. then let Bianca like push it into the rope, and then right. she's stuck. Even though she's not, when we could see, she could clearly get out half the fucking ladder. It's like mm-hmm. popped open. It's all. She should have borrowed the mousetrap from Johnny Knoxville's WrestleMania <laughs> match, and it probably would have held her in place a little mm-hmm. more securely, and maybe I would have believed it a bit, but I hated yeah. the ending of that match. I, I didn't like it. I, just, oh I don't think gosh. I ever saw that before. Just, like I said, the whole point of the match is it's supposed to be like a brutal type thing where right. you like incapacitate yeah. your yeah, opponent, yeah. and instead we're out here doing zany little hijinks. So. Mm-hmm. so it felt like, you know, you know I love, love Vince for all of his history, but it felt like Vince McMahon was booking like was writing the show right like yeah. it, it really felt like it was a vince type of show it's weird because maybe it's stephanie i don't know why they if like i'm okay with entertainment but this is not mm-hmm. the proper yeah, yeah. like entertainment yeah we went into a main event here 
that we had a lot of build to this match because they did do one thing I have noted for like this show is like every match they did show like a little video package before mm-hmm. for most of them. I respect it. Like keep me a current on why they're fighting. So props to them for that. And the video package for Logan Roman was obviously well done. It's WWE production. They're presenting this idea of unpredictability. Like Frank and I were talking about it. This they're fra- they're framing the story around one lucky punch. Mm-hmm. Let's not like we could talk about the fact that this match probably shouldn't be happening anyway because you say like he's a effing YouTube guy. I say I don't really know who he is, but like he looks the part and he was decent in the two matches I saw. So I'm like, okay, like now they're building this underdog match, right? And it's like intriguing for me because I don't know what to expect here, and then. I don't know who's the face or heel. I don't think that even matters anymore. Paul comes out looking more like a wrestler than a lot of these guys do nowadays. So I'll give him that. Entrance is epic. Three years since Roman's been pinned. All this unpredictability. They're, they're just laying, they're building this thing up. Frank, Logan Paul's fighting out of Puerto Rico. Yeah, very annoying. I, very, I knew you would like that. That's, that's offensive. Yeah. Because they're there, out. they're these fucking rich people going there for like tax breaks on the island, you know what I mean? And now he's like, We've we're fighting out of you know, wherever they're part of Puerto Rico they're from by him. I don't know. Oh, what really? Wow, I didn't know yeah, that. him and, and and his brother does it in boxing too. They 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 mentioned it we're fighting out of Puerto Rico. It's like you fucking I had frog. to circle that because I I wanted to mention that to you. Like the fact clout, that this clout chasers, you know. Yeah. So look, all that said, Matt WWE's managing to create, in my opinion, a big fight atmosphere on a fight that you know, I probably don't care about it at the end of the day, shouldn't care about, but like props to them, I guess, for trying to create this, <clears throat> I guess you call it like this, uh, this feeling, this vibe. I have a couple notes, but the match was long. It was like 25 minutes. It mm-hmm. went a while. I'll let you guys talk about, because there's things we got to separate here. If we're going to talk about this and not like debate or, or like argue or bicker, even though I don't care to bicker about this at all, because I'm probably not going to defend it. But like, I do think you got to talk about the dude's ability versus the booking. Like they're two separate things, you know, like, and I feel like this dude has, he's very athletic and I had fun watching this match. I think he's better athletically than a lot of guys on these, like on these shows, he's a natural, but the booking is where I have a problem. So I'll just let you guys talk about the way this match was, delivered and executed because i said it was built yeah because i said it was built around a one lucky punch but it it didn't turn out to be that way right it wasn't like well you mentioned like the underdog thing Mm -hmm. and like who's the ultimate underdog in pro wrestling of all time yeah we can all agree on this it's easy uh man, actually, I'm like kind of stumped because I want to say Daniel Sam, I want to say Bret Hart. Oh, right, right. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, Little for guy. like world champion. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so yeah. we'll we'll go the under the underdog route, right? That's how we're gonna present this. You know what the difference is between Rey Mysterio and Logan Paul is? What's that? He's likable. <laughs> yeah. This guy's a fucking douchebag. Like even in his interviews and everything that it's shown, he's just a douchebag. Is he an athletic douchebag? Absolutely. That's great. Like, he's an athletic dude. We never once said that Logan Paul wasn't athletic, you know? The, yeah. 
we agree on that. I think we all agree that he's a very athletic dude. He's a very athletic douchebag mm-hmm. that became an influencer. I hate mm-hmm. that name yeah. even. And like now he's fighting for the WWE title. And it's like he's a clout chaser. Like Frank said, hold whatever you got to do to get famous. Right. And like to me, like it's just a bummer that he's invaded this sport of pro wrestling where all these guys and girls have worked so hard and they'll never sniff a main event they'll never sniff a world title match you know Mm -hmm. and that's unfortunate but like i don't think logan paul is like an awful wrestler or anything like that like you said he is a natural you cannot deny that he went in there and like put on a fun little show you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but it's just like i don't Care what does it mean like, like at the end of the day what does it mean and i asked i said in the beginning faces or heels like you said he's so unlikable roman reigns is your heel yep. um you know what what are we if you present it to as here? if you want to present it as underdog how about being a fucking little humble logan mm-hmm. yeah you know like it every every time he speaks he's a douchebag and that's, and that's because why, he yeah. probably really is a douchebag you yeah. know so like one thing though like paul Heyman. I would just like to praise him once again, because that dude, everything he does, like the subtle bullshit that he does during these matches, absolutely my tribal chief. Yes, my tribal chief. Like how he holds the title. Like, Oh, I love it. He's so good, dude. Yeah, he's the best. And like, yeah, and like this match was entertaining. It was. And like the whole show, like I was actually looking forward to it because it's like it was on a Saturday morning. What are mm-hmm. you doing on Saturday morning? You know, like. Yeah, yeah. A nice little, but at the end of the day, it kind of sucked, you know, yeah. but at least the main event was entertaining. But yeah, like, was. I'm not, yeah. And like Logan Paul, he can, like, he can be in the WWE, but I don't think he wants to. I yeah. think he wants to be famous. That's what yeah. I think he wants, you know? Well, let's like talk a lot about, of these people do now. Let's talk about the fact that midway through the match, I'll just go through the match real quick, Frank, because I know you're going to want to speak. No, no, on. go for it. Go for it. Because he, he apparently did tear his knee up mid-match. Um, oh wow! He tore up his meniscus, his ACL, and his oh, MCL. So he's going to be on the shelf for the foreseeable future, no matter what. Jeez, T- tough sob. Um, I have a couple notes that just about the wrestling parts of this match because we'll talk about the whole you know idea of logan paul in a minute but this is like hard for any what i'm noticing is is like it's going to be hard for anybody who loves wrestling to admit certain things to themselves because like Mm. the dude's doing the buckshot lariat better than some guys that do the buckshot lariat Mm -hmm. okay he's doing a frog splash better than a lot of guys that do the frog splash he's doing things athletically he was trained by Shawn michaels clearly like he's doing the nip up he's doing like he's laying stuff in with his leapfrog is like a foot over the top rope right so high so it's like you're annoyingly what you don't want a guy to fail and get hurt nothing mm-hmm. like that but you're like maybe it'll just suck and then he goes away bye bye like we tried it it didn't work out but like mm-hmm. this dude's so good in the ring that it's like it will he be around i don't know because now he's injured and all I want to definitely talk about all the specifics because the crowd was like the hottest it was all night for what it's worth. Um, your boy, Wade Barrett, had a comment that he's the best three-match wrestler 
of all time, and it's not even close. Meaning for his third match, he's better than anyone who's ever had just three matches. Well, wait sure. till Bad Bunny gets a couple more matches, and then we'll talk. <laughs> Bad Bunny. Um, but I did say the booking and the ability, two separate things. Frank, why don't you talk about the match real quick? Because before we get to, like, the finish and all the guys interfering and all the nonsense – well, listen, like, you're going to talk so, about you got you're going to touch on the fact that Roman Reigns, I said it like or Logan Paul's built as the underdog. How was yeah. the match carried out, though? Yeah, like, listen, the matches. Fine. You know, like Logan is an athletic guy. I think people start to get so gassed up on Logan, like doing stuff so well. And it's like he's athletic, dude. You know, like I'm not shocked that an athletic guy is able to show off athleticism in a match. You know, like when we saw Bad Bunny have that match, I just mentioned him. It was, we all thought Bad Bunny did way better than we would have thought Bad Bunny would do in a wrestling match, right? Even though it was annoying shit. And he's not, he's a non-athlete, Bad Bunny. Mm -hmm. So then you have this guy with a wrestling background who is uber athletic, has fought professionally, okay, I'm not shocked that he's taken to it better than some of these other fucking celebrities. You know what I mean? And, it, and like, and he looks good out there and it is frustrating and people are losing his mind over the spot off the the top rope. Where to he the, the thing and all. Yeah. He did the but it's sort of like, we're, it, it's, a, it's it, you know, it was a splash, right? But we're pretending that Shane McMahon just didn't hit a guy with his elbow at 47 fucking years old doing the same move, you know, and he's been doing it for 25 years. No, but Logan Paul got some crazy height on it. It was like great, you know, great. But like, I, I, like a lot of guys, if you're more athletic than Shane fucking McMahon, you're probably able to achieve that move. Right. And it's like, I'm not trying to like say it's nothing because it's scary up there. You know what I mean? It's a ballsy move and he landed it great and it looks cool on his phone, you know, but. It's it, I'm I I will not act like it was some fucking uh, groundbreaking shit. He went up there and I was like, oh cool, I've seen Shane do this fucking last year. No, you but you put I mean? it all in context, right? And this dude's yeah. like new to the game, whatever, whatever. Sure. But why don't sure, you talk sure. about why don't you talk about the fact that Roman Reigns pretty much almost got beat more times than any oh, match yeah, well, in this entire round. I was getting there, John, because <laughs> that shit, like we you could debate. You know, all night about whether or not you think this guy should even be in this right, title match money, or whatever, or whatever this. the reason it makes sense or doesn't, whatever, whatever. But what does makes no fucking sense is this match being competitive. Like maybe you give the guy a couple of spots, you know, or a couple of moments where he rallies or whatever the case, like pro wrestling does. But Roman's your fucking most dominant champion since Bob Backlund or whoever the fuck. During the introduction, they they announced Bob Backlund, or I'm sorry, they announced uh, Pedro Morales, Bruno Sammartino, Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. then Roman Reigns. Okay, and then you for you you go that you have the match with Logan Paul, who takes him to the limit. To the so, limit. So, like, my thing is, when did Hogan have a match with a guy who's never fought, you know, or never won a fight? And it went like he went life and death and was Zeus, kicking Zeus out of- pushed him to the limit. He did <laughs> push him to the limit. Duke will yeah. attest to that, but it was not for the world title. Yeah. And and fucking guess what? Zeus is a fictional fucking character. Monster. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's like, totally different. This is yeah, this totally. is pro wrestling, right? He's not a guy who his thing was the lucky punch, even though he's never lucky punched any fucking anybody in his life. Uh, he's this YouTube star. Mm-hmm. He's had a few fights that he's never won. He's coming in. Somehow he gets a title shot because you allow him to be other world champions on your show. 
and he gets in the match with Roman, this most dominant guy. And I've talked about this before with you guys. Like, why can't Don, why can't Roman have a win where mm-hmm. he just looks like a badass? You know what I mean? Like, I get he's a heel. Well, let me ask you guys both this, and I'm gonna let you continue. But Duke, yeah. you, you and Duke, you and Frank both like. On one hand, you're like, this shouldn't be competitive, and I do agree. But on the other hand, if this match happens and it's two minutes or thirty seconds, mm-hmm. you're gonna be like what the fuck was the point of that? And this dude just got a money grab or like- It could be eight minutes and Logan gets the shit beat out of him, but he shows some resilience and shows some character and maybe gets the audience on his side. And Roman doesn't need the entire bloodline to interview. Yeah, you know what I mean? And we don't need all this nonsense. You Mm -hmm. know, like Logan's- cornball ass brother isn't going to come out and embarrass the most dominant yeah, tag I, team champion of all time more than logan you know even. yeah you know and it's just like easy it's the booking of the shit that's exactly the problem. that's you know where we mean? have the like, problem here yep. yeah because like listen logan he's a, he's a naturally athletic talented guy you know he's taken to the shit really well he um, looks the part this match wasn't even like terrible i said it to you like i was like i didn't even hate this match you know i like but, the match I'll but just say i hate I like the match I, but. but i hate the booking so much that i can't like sit back and act like i enjoyed it because the whole time i'm I'm annoyed you know what i mean i'm like why is he fucking beating the shit out of roman why is roman barely <clears throat> kicking out at fucking two and three quarters you know right. what I mean? Like to this it wasn't guy. like he was getting um, the offensive moves just like in the nick of time, right? It wasn't yeah, like yeah. slip banana, no. slipping on banana. He peels. he looked like Roman's equal, and Roman got away with it. You know what I mean? By the skin of his teeth, because of all this interference. You know what I mean? And like outside, like distractions, I should say. You know, and um, it's it's silly to me. It doesn't make sense. You know what I well, mean? Well, dude, when everybody when everybody started interfering, and this is something I just despise, but. The music hits. Did we need to play Logan Paul's or uh, Jake Paul's music hits? Right, he walks down. Then the bloodline. The music hits. Duke. Um, age comes into play when I'm watching this shit because I'm like, this isn't for uh, me. Yeah, yeah. Right. And maybe it's not even an age thing. It's maybe like an interest level thing. Like maybe if you're a fan of like Logan Paul or you're familiar with him, you're enjoying it or whatever. But the sh- <clears throat> like, who is this? Who is this appealing to, I guess, in the grand scheme, right? Like where after this match, like he's like Frank said, he's presented as Roman's equal. Yeah. So where, where like where do we go from here? Like where does this leave Roman? Does this show that he's beatable and why Logan Paul? I didn't really let you talk long on the match, but where do you stand on like how it was booked? Because that's where I have such a problem. Well, for Logan, it leads to a long rehab, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> he busted his shit. He's gone. But uh, and does he want to come back to pro wrestling after he has a match? And it was a good match, but like he has this match, and his MCL and ACL right. are gone, and he yep. has millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars out there waiting for him, yep. and he's blowing his fucking legs out, jumping off fucking turnbuckles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so is he really a pro wrestler? Is he going to be, is he coming back now? They say, I know he has a deal, but what does that deal mean? You know, because if he rematches Floyd Mayweather, let's say, right. And he can make 50 fucking million dollars. Oh yeah. Forget this uh, WWE. WWE shit. But you I think he does you? like this, um, like I'm this sure. world. But I'm sure. But like, I think I he likes think boxing he too. You know what I mean? You know, and it's sort of like, and he, I, I'm sure that guy likes money more than anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, cause listen, don't get it twisted. Fucking Logan wasn't, this mega wrestling fan 
you know, everywhere he went and it was a, he's this known wrestling guy. It right. Was, no, 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 this, no. This was a mega opportunity for him to get his name out there to even more people. And like mm-hmm. the idea that like it's good for WWE, it's debatable, I guess, you know, because we all know like nothing fucking teenagers like doing more is watching a Saudi Arabian wrestling show at one o'clock on a Saturday. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's sort of like, what does right. that do for them? You know what I mean? Like, really? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the, I don't know, dude. Like, the shit is not for me. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't fucking escape these Logan brothers. These are Paul brothers, whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> they're in boxing, they're in wrestling. I can't yeah. even watch the Arsenal because now Logan Paul's drink is sponsored, Arsenal sponsor, and uh, whatever. Uh, I I can't escape these fucks, you know? So it's sort of like I'm not okay with it. The booking is dreadful. But I said, I said that yeah. it's like not geared towards us, right? So let's just For take sure. it to because I, I did want to let Duke speak on this, but it's like let's take it to a time and a place when you were younger, right? Like whatever appealed to you at the time, whatever that might've been, if that appeared on your WWE TV, um, like maybe this is like, like Epic for some people, right? Like mm-hmm. seeing the Paul brothers involved in this, it's just not for us. And, um, you know, I said, I, I also didn't know like Logan Paul's build to this world title match, right? He only had two matches, whatever. I want to see maybe some more footage of Shawn Michaels training him because clearly he got very good. Like Shawn was helping him out and he was doing like, maybe we would have seen more like Shawn in his corner, even like make it, make it more of like a trainer thing. I'm just trying to make some logic to this, but Duke, what did you Mm -hmm. think of like the booking of this YouTube star, which I defended a while ago, like the fact that it's a business thing, whatever, they're going to make money. The fact now it's done and over with, is it just like forgettable now or was it Roman's best match? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. It probably was, right? That's pretty Jeez. ridiculous. That's um, yeah, like Logan Paul, tremendously athletic dude, you know, like a natural pro wrestling, like we said. But like, there's never going to be a world where I'm going to accept this dude mm-hmm. in the main event of a wrestling show. There's never going to be a world where I'm like, oh, man, I really got to tune into the Royal Rumble tonight. I'm hoping Logan Paul takes it home and goes on the WrestleMania. But like, that's the world we're living in, I guess. You know, the booking, like Frank said, if if you want to have him even compete in the match, okay. But like, it shouldn't take outside interference from the bloodline to fucking beat this dude. Like this guy off the street. I hate when they do that. Like whenever they bring somebody in, it's like this rando can just come in and like beat your top guy. Like it's nonsense, you know? So yeah, like I said, man, athletic dude, but I just don't give a shit. And like, as far as the business passing us by, like Mm -hmm. it's something interesting. I talked to Ed Zarnowski, who's in our comments every week. And he said, um, you know, we were kind of talking about just like the state of pro wrestling. And he said that he was talking to, I forget who it was, but it was a kid who watches wrestling. And he was like, oh, who do you like? And he named a wrestler. I forget who it was, but he's like, oh, okay. He's like, why? Why do you like him? And not not to be a dick, but just yeah. trying to understand. And the mm-hmm. kid was like, oh, well, he's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, even when I was a kid, like I never wanted Funny. It went yeah. funny. Yeah. Like I didn't I like I didn't like the bushwhackers when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So like I, I just don't understand. 
I don't know, man. I don't know where the business is when we have YouTube guys fighting in the main event. Like, well, I had Zern t texting me that it was a decent show, right? And I hadn't mm -hmm. watched it yet. And then I'm watching it and I'm expecting a decent show. And the thing is, um, we got to the main event and then he was like, anyone who says that match wasn't good is a liar. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I like the match. I like the match for what it was. I don't think the bookie made any sense. But from a fun, entertaining spectacle, which I always thought it would be, I liked it. But then at the end of the day, the the card, the show, the, the whole entirety of this thing, um, it just felt like it wasn't for me. And that's the only way I could put it. And, and that's not like because I'm like a cool guy or on a high horse. It's just like I don't relate to what they're doing. Like, yep. and, but, and I want to before like we like move, like end it on yeah. them, I just want to point out like what does this do? Other than like some maybe maybe some eyeballs are on them, right? But like, what do the Usos get out of that exchange? I think the Usos were going to work with Logan and Jake and the tag so, title match. That was so. But plan. now the guy's fucking yeah. ACL is gone. So mm -hmm. instead, the Usos both just got single handedly knocked out by a guy. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? By mm -hmm. a, a YouTuber. And then, but Roman at the end of the match, walking out, he he's walking around like the fear of God was in. Yeah. Like, like he, he just, just got away. Like, oh my God, I got away yep. with this. Yeah. And it's a guy that's so bizarre, who's, bro. Who's never won a fight. And he does YouTube videos where he's not, oh my God, bro. Not true McIntyre, the last one, the clash the castle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He almost beats him, but Roman walked out like with his head held high, like I just beat you. Yeah, you mean like shit. I, this one, he's like, yeah, like you said, he's like, oh my God, I thought of all the guys, right? And now now look, like, is it because you it was unpredictable he was, like you weren't yeah, expecting the guy to be that good. yeah exactly but you maybe, saw him work uh, maybe, maybe what they're going clearly for athletic, yeah, exactly. right? like, know, you know he's like, training with Shawn michaels like right so it's it's like the logic i'm like, me, with duke, like I'm, with, I'm with duke though like you're not going to be able to convince me i'm me sorry neither. you know what me i mean neither. like yeah. you're not going to be able to convince me that that guy is what that show needs or mm -hmm. in any way does this enhance the product yeah, Dude, it, we talk about distractions in history of wrestling, you know, like Yokozuna, all these different weird. Mm -hmm, this is just a mm -hmm. distraction. It's a distraction mm -hmm. from what are we doing next? Because that's really all that matters. This was a. I might even feel different if they just they're so unlikable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Those brothers are just I don't like douchebags in real life. Like I don't I'm not friends with douchebags. They just they just I don't know, man. Like I, I look at them and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, and they're presented as baby faces, right? They yeah, or at least they're trying not. to. They're they're garbage humans. Like I, I don't, I don't know. Right. If they were maybe if they were like swell guys, like outside. Mm -hmm. If I saw something that they were cool dudes or something, I could get behind them. But like Logan Paul is, you know, there's plenty of athletic guys in wrestling that are mm -hmm. right, right, right. Like you know, like and dude, he when just you were seems like they, when you were watching uh, WrestleMania 11. Were you a Bam Bam fan or were you like indifferent on Bam Bam? No, he was a bad guy. No, yeah. I'm just wanting, like, I'm thinking of when Bam Bam lost in the main event to LT, whatever, whatever. I wasn't, I'll tell you that I wasn't an LT fan. Right. I didn't, right. I didn't, I, even then in that mm -hmm. moment, I was like, why is this mm -hmm. happening? Mm -hmm. Like, I, you know, even as a kid, like, I didn't, I didn't care about that. And LT was a fucking giant. I'm an Eagles mm -hmm. fan. So like, yeah, like, right. Fuck this dude. No, mm -hmm. you go back retroactively, the Mr. T thing. Like you can make sense of mm -hmm. some of the inclusion of these guys, of these stars. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
This one sure. is a head scratcher because now I've seen the finished product. And like, I always knew Roman would win. Like we mm-hmm. played around with the idea of him losing. I wanted Logan Paul to win truly. Yeah, I know you did. Just it's to like, like, cause it would be just the, the fucking cherry. Well, this is almost just as nonsense. bad. This is almost just as bad because it's like Roman now was so unbeatable, uh, untouchable. And fight of his life, John boy. He went through the fight of his life. And now when my guy Cody fights Roman, it's like, uh, well, you didn't do as good as Logan did. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, I know. You know what I mean? The next guy in line, if they don't win, like, or even come we don't close, even know if he's the next guy in line. No, I know he's not. Probably. You Real know. quick though, we totally like didn't talk about Bray Wyatt. Well, I wanted to touch on him at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, all right. No, 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 no worries. Yeah, because we're almost there, and that's what we're gonna t- okay. we're gonna end with. But yeah, real quick to put a bow on it. I think we're all in agreement that the match, maybe like we don't all agree like how good it was, but it was like entertaining enough. But we yeah, don't. It was fun. Yeah, it was. A, it was a fun little match. But, but we're like, all confused just... by why you would make your best guy look so weak, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's not like basketball. He was where... like Roman was like crying like mm-hmm. at yeah. the end, like. Put and like not only belt, that there's like four of them four of them mm-hmm. basically got bullied by these two youtubers mm-hmm. um the bloodline i mean your biggest faction mm-hmm. your most dominant faction they're supposed to be the ones two youtubers sort of just showed him up i know he won the match right he won, the, won match. the war you know what i mean I oh know. yeah they won the war i remember watching the last dance and um Jordan played against some dude. He was a scrub on the bullets. I think at the time that like gave him the business, right? Like he, he dropped like 30 on Jordan and kind of mm-hmm. like Jordan had an off night and then he started like bragging about it. Uh, yeah. And it was like, okay, like whatever, whatever you got like, but Jordan, the next time they played like drop 60 squashed him. Like Roman can't even do that. Like can't get his, yeah. his like mojo back against Logan. Like mm-hmm. maybe if he went on raw tomorrow and like destroyed him in five minutes or, or I'm sorry, five seconds was like, this is what I meant to do or whatever. Like now it's yeah. just like, I don't get it, man. I just, it bothers me. Cause I like Roman too, more than you guys. So I'm just like mm-hmm. scratching my head in every which way. And like, and another thing too, like you mentioned, like, I don't, I don't even know if you said it, but like you mentioned to me, John, like, is well, you did, you said like, is it good for Jake Paul to good? I mean, or Logan Paul to just go out there and get killed by Roman in two minutes too. And it's like, yeah, I mean, they have an investment in this guy. That's maybe not the best idea. That's why you don't book him mm-hmm. with the world fucking champion. You know what I mean? Exactly. Keep it simple. Yeah, him with the Miz, I was cool with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even that annoyed me, but it was like, but it's the Miz, at least I can get over yeah. it. But it's like the Roman stuff is like, oh, well, this is supposed to be the most dominant guy. If it ever. was the Saudi prince guy, right, that wanted this match, right? Let's just say that, let's just lay it on him for a minute and assume that you're running a company. You could say, sorry, sir. Like, why don't I put Logan Paul versus, um, I don't know. Give me an upper mid Carter. It'll be a special attraction match. Like why mm-hmm. is your world title? You should defend the honor of your own championship mm-hmm. as a company. Um, money, money, money. but let's, um, let's talk about Bray Wyatt on the end here because he had a segment similar to SmackDown. He's clearly at battle with himself, guys. He's struggling <laughs> to, I guess, um, figure out, you know, who he is still at his, his age. I mentioned the Frank. Any white dude with dreads, I'm already out on. So yeah. his, his hair is his hair's bothering me. But um, 
I don't know, man. This segment they had on on the Crown Jewel was sort of a throwaway segment. Like it could be on any SmackDown. The story's not progressing. We beat the story. We beat this topic to death last week. But where are you now? A week later, seeing the fact that I guess um, it's leaning more towards the fact that he's probably uh, crazy, or he's yeah, like he's gonna whatever. be he's yeah. gonna be back under a mask, I guess, or back to the fiend, or whatever it might be you know leaning are you any more invested or less invested a week later another week's um, gone um a little less invested a lot less invested <laughs> are you maybe. out yet you I'm said give it a out. month I'm, yeah you're... i said give it a month i'm i'm my heart is telling me i'm out but i'm gonna give him a few more weeks before i bury him you know Sounds what like I mean? most of my relationships yeah you know what i mean so it's like he has a few more weeks before he gets buried on the show mm-hmm. but uh I think it's I think it's lame as fuck. I was saying I mentioned to you, John, like at the end of the day, it's still a wrestling show. You know what I mean? And it's sort of like, what are we doing? We're a month in. We've just heard you moaning in the ring, complaining about whatever it is that were your issues. And then somebody comes on the screen every time and interrupts you with some fucking message that no one knows anything about doesn't go anywhere the mask looks like shit sounds like shit they did fix the voice this time though it didn't sound like he was talking through a mask so they right but it did sound like bray right yeah yeah kind of did yeah so it's like like they did fix that up but it's just like where does this leading to because like we've said we we feel like it's just bray's personality so like are we going to do this for another month and there's no match right because it can't be bray versus bray so like what are we doing what are we doing? Little like, do why, you know, bro. Yeah. Why am I watching you for a, a full ass month with no end in sight? You know, like I don't, you know, you got three they, more weeks. You got three more weeks. And then, and then you're going to make a final decision. Shovels. I'm bringing out the mm-hmm. shovels on. Duke, where do you stand with it? Because we're another weekend and it's the same. It so. was the exact same thing that he did on SmackDown, like you said. Mm-hmm. But you know how we talk about, you know, it's such dog shit right now that when you get that one little cool thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like when he mentioned his family right i was all in on that you know he's like most of you don't know i'm from a wrestling family i was like oh my god this is it like he's gonna be Wyndham, you know and he wasn't but (laughs) he said he's gonna be better than them too he's like yeah they had me for however long that little mess of his family was and i was like all right this is the same ass shit so that's Mm -hmm. all yeah, that's all right. I mean, um, it's been a month almost that he's been back. Yeah. I guess. And um that's he, crazy. Isn't he it? hasn't had a ma- he hasn't had a match, which I get it, the character thing. Yeah, sure. Like, but you would think that maybe they'll start to go in a different direction soon. When I saw the bliss thing, um, I just was thinking, oh, it's going back to Firefly Funhouse. Uh, like it's inevitably going back that way. So the hype we had, you talked about it last or week. Or maybe they're just, maybe not. Maybe he's just kind of like showing us his journey, maybe, you know? Right, but we said last week, like, show me some vignettes, him walking through the woods. Visit, yeah. Like, <laughs> tell, you know what I mean? Like, give me something where he's, like, you know, exercising I really the hope it's not the theme, dude. Like... I don't know, man. The but, guy I mean, told him, does, the Uncle Howdy told him yeah, to put the mask back on. That yep, was like a I quote. know, I know. And it's like, if we're going that route. So all in all, um, the show, I went ahead and like did a little ranking. But I, I, just for the hell of it, I know I love, Duke, I know you love a ranking system. I love it. Yep. Wendy Richter scales, which you've been using. Yes. Frank is, um, he's a he's a star guy. I'm a star uh, man. I'm a, He's a star man. He's a star dust. 
<laughs> you wish. Two, f- 2. 2.52 out of 10 for me Woo! on this show. Holy it, smokes. It wasn't as it was uh it was worse than Starcade 85. You'll be happy to know. I ranked Thank it lower God. than that. Fucking holy. Um, it was like it was ranked lower than Bad Blood 97. Uh, every show we've watched so far. This was a very forgettable show. The main Whoa, event. So this was the lowest rated show so far that you've watched. That we've watched, yeah, yeah. Wow. That, that we've reviewed, I guess you could say. Uh, and it might stand the test of time to be that. And it's not that either way, the main event was entertaining. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know, you know, I had something to say about carrying cross. I loved him, but Wendy Richter scale, you could use it. Where are you rating this show? You spent your Saturday morning watching this. You I'm waiting for your precious show time. Out of five stars. All right, Frank's going to go on the star rating. Star man, go for it. This is going to get a solid 1.5 stars out of 10. Ooh, out, out of five, t- sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. 1.5 out of five. Okay. okay. 1.5 out of five. Bad. And okay. that's all the strength of. Roman Reigns' match with Logan Paul, as much as I hated the booking, but mm-hmm. that was the highlight. So that that creeps it from a one to a one point five. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was entertaining. Entertaining. You got anything on the Wendy Richter scale or another different the type Wendy of measurement Richter scale? It would be a point eight seven. Point eight seven Richter scale. So all right, you just do that. You throw some Steiner math in. You come divide up with... it by Frank's rating system. Mm-hmm. Quantified by yours, and then we come to a 0.87 on the Richter scale. Not worth your time. Hmm. Um, especially if you don't watch it live. Shows mm-hmm. are way cooler live. Yeah. You don't need to look this up. Go find some old school stuff to watch. These Saudi shows, you know, I get they have their deal with them, but they are, I mean, I guess they're in your houses. Would you even put them on that level? Oof. Like, no, not at all. No. In your houses are more entertaining. Because look, in your houses, we had Mabel versus Diesel at some times. Like these not, they're not all bangers. You no, know? But, they're right. not, but there's been, but, but there's some bangers and there hasn't been any Saudi bangers. No, there's never, it's always really cringy shit, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Like some of the worst matches ever, Goldberg yeah. and Taker. That's yeah. true. It's like Jinx. It's like Jinx DX over there. And, yeah, DX and the brothers. Right. right? Now Logan Paul tore his knee up to Kingdom that Come. Was, that's one of the cringiest matches ever. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the tag match? Yes. I a can never. Michaels, yeah, I can't watch it. Right there, I'm good. It's like, true, man. I just, it's not my HBK. And then, the, and then the injuries. No. Yeah, it was terrible. Chips got hurt again in that match, right? Like it was like, he, sure he tore like a peck or something. Yep. Or a bicep. So hopefully this show encouraged you guys to go back and watch some old school shit, I guess, because we were teetering. <laughs> this this last week of wrestling was tedious. It was it was a tall task to get through. Honestly, de- dude, I was looking forward to Crown Jewel. Honestly, I was <laughs> just like a nice little live show yeah, on wrestling Saturday show. morning. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. it was it was not good. I don't think that surprises anybody. No. Well, well, maybe it surprised some people because I it's gotten a lot of rave reviews. It's got a lot of positive reviews. I think I, I had it really like are people really saying this was a good show? Oh, yeah, dude. Yes. Wow, man. It's crazy. So that's why I said maybe it's not geared towards us. And that sounds like well, we condescending and cocky, but I really genuinely don't think it was. And um, it's not like I'm not cool guy in anything. Pro wrestling isn't cool. No, I know. I, I know you're not. It, it's just, you know, I think it's just not for me anymore. You know, no, as I much know. as I try, like I just it's not. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, any closing thoughts? Cause that was, uh, that was the wrap. That was the weekly wrap. We're about to wrap it up. You got anything as you want to get out of here, Frank, you looking forward to anything in wrestling to get you back on the uh, high horse? No, I mean, AEW full gear. I'm sure it'll be a good event. We got that coming up. We'll see about the Survivor Series. Oh, War I didn't Games. Even get into that. Oh. I'm sure. That, I'm sure that's gonna suck, but we'll be <laughs> excited for until it happens. Um, in terms of my fandom of pro wrestling, it's like I look forward to Dynamite. Still, this was a weaker episode, I will admit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still look forward to AEW shows. You know, um, WWE. You know, they make it tough. Bray has three weeks. Uh, I'm going to be at Dynamite in January at the Forum catch me there <laughs> fuck everything else there's all, all these uh, wwe shows that i would not go to any w i'm not going to mania like unless they change something i'm not going to mania and hollywood. Hey, you mean in la oh yeah hollywood. in hollywood philadelphia one maybe just gotta go to you guys yes but, we gotta you know go to what I mean? but like i, I may know. have a lead on uh tickets for that that we'll talk about boys nice let's sign into the dms um yeah that was it best part about the show no Sami Zayn. No Kevin Owens. <laughs> wow. That's what that's how I would say I enjoyed uh no nah, Zern knows I'm I'm playing, but Zern actually <laughs> told me that I probably would love the show because they weren't on it. And oh, okay. I didn't love the show, but it helped. Yeah. Um next week it'll be better for the East West connection. We're heading out. Peace until next time. 